This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast. He has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J-P.com. This episode is sponsored by Big Daddy Graphics. Big Daddy Graphics is the only full-time, full-service Perrysburg Spirit Wear store in Perrysburg. They have two full-time graphic artists on staff to assist customers in creating eye-catching designs and full catalogs from the leading makers of quality garments, including Under Armour, Nike, Adidas, Holloway, Badger, among other top brand manufacturers. Big Daddy Graphics offers screen printing and embroidery for anyone from the sports world to the corporate one. They also offer promotional products emblazoned with logos. They can put your logo on nearly 1 million different types of promotional products, from coffee cups to golf tees, key fobs to lanyards, and hundreds of thousands of other products. So whether you live your life on the field or in the office, Big Daddy Graphics has you covered. To get started on your design, visit BigDaddy-Graphics.com. Let's start the show. I'm Jim Hutchison. And I'm Tyler Zollers. And And this this is is the Nerdball Podcast. This is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. You guys didn't even count each other down. That was awesome. That was perfect. We're in it. We're going right now. Okay. First of all, thanks for coming on the podcast. Jim, you flew all the way from Texas just, just to be on the podcast. Just for this. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you guys have had a nice full weekend of activities and napping, apparently. That's correct. Nonstop excitement. <laughs> just mid-30s, just craziness. <laughs> Do you find it, is, was it hard to be away from your kids? For No, a- no, not at all. <laughs> Don't don't so, think about it. Or so anything. so the first, you know, the first two days. So the, I came in Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Sunday. So the first two days have been fine. Now, yeah. if it's Wednesday, you know, if it gets if it gets to Tuesday Wednesday, I might start to care a little bit more. <laughs> There's Facetime. Okay. There's Facetime. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. They're running around doing their thing. Now, do you think it's just a dad thing? Like, if mom was away for a night. It'd be different. It would be terrible. Yeah. I mean. Wait, 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 wait. Not for you, for her. Oh. <laughs> I, I, that's a good question. Can, um, you, can you handle Andrea, your wife, not being there for, an, for one night? As long as iPads are fully charged, <laughs> uh, Disney Plus is up and running. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can parent hard. All right. What, yeah. about, what about dinner? Can Pizza. You, can you cook? DoorDash. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. But you, you don't cook? Uh, that's a hard no. Yeah, it sounds like a hard no. No, No, I I do. I do chicken nuggets, dino nuggets. So oven. Microwave. (laughs) Not even. Okay. All right. So you don't give them the crispy nugs. You give them the soggy a little bit nugs. That's all they know. Oh, oh, so they they don't even know there's something better out there. So a little parent hack for anybody that has some kids. Just get them really crappy food at the beginning (laughs) and they, they don't know any better. So save yourself a little bit of time. All right. Tyler, what about you? Do you cook? I do not. I'm not, not gonna all. lie. I, no. I do a little cooking, but like Jim, like it's usually out of a box. And, yeah. In nuggets. Uh, Secret of the pros. Costco. Little plug for Costco. They're yeah. they're, they're a sponsor. Yeah. That's what I thought. Shout no, out. Free ads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Costco has like those just bear nuggets that legit taste just like Chick Fil A nuggets. Oh really? Yeah. Like they're really really. So, and at Costco, they could probably you could probably come a thousand to a box. Probably. Mm-hmm. 
fourteen ninety nine for like a five pound thing oh, nice. of thumb or three nice. pounds. I don't know. It's worth it. So so fun funny story here is is my mother in law decided she's gonna purchase a meal plan thing for our kids that yeah. like they ship it to the house once a week and there's like three plan like three meals in there so that they eat something healthy. It's a, like kind of like blue apron type of thing. Type of a thing, okay. but you just pop this thing in the microwave right. and it's ready. Uh, my kids wanted nothing to do with this thing. <laughs> and it was like ravioli stuffed with like random mm. random vegetables. You know, yeah. my daughter looked at this and looked at me and was like, can we just have the soggy chicken nuggets? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, take a bite, take a bite. Yeah. Uh, so we did that for two weeks. Uh, we asked to cancel after one week. And then we said, <laughs> we got it there. My mother-in-law said, uh, got to give it two weeks. Uh, did not go any better. So who ate those meals? Anybody? Because the kids did not, but did, did you? Not or good. I, we made them all. Okay. Okay. And put it in front of them. Yeah. And five minutes later, there was chicken nuggets in front of yeah. them. Yeah. So all right. we attempted. Yeah. Just was not very good. And that's all you could ask. You 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 try, and, and I tell my kids that all the time. Lillian is the worst one. Mateo pretty much eats anything. But Lillian, we give her something. Just take a bite. If it's not working out, we'll do something else. Right, and as a kid, as for having kids, that's all you can ask for, and that kind of stuff. Well, I, and, and my daughter, she'll tell me, "Hey, I really want a cheese quesadilla. I'll make a cheese quesadilla," and then she says, "I don't want that." She owns me. <laughs> I mean, it, it's both of then them. You got to make something else. Yeah, Even she literally. She'll, said, she'll, hey, do you want do you want this or peanut butter and jelly or, or what do you want? Olivia no. does the same thing. Really? I, I, yeah, I, I made a, a chicken pot pie from Costco again, yeah. a big sponsor of the pot. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, she, looked, she, asked she, for it? she, no, she literally, oh, no, okay, she, okay. she looked at me like, what is this? Yeah. Like it's, this is a foreign food. I do not recognize it. Yeah. And she started like tear up and I had to make her like a quesadilla. It was Man. very sad. It, it, it's tough. And, and that's why I'm sure you guys are the same way you get in the pitfalls of making the same stuff all the time. Because yeah. as a, as a parent, you don't want to have to fight every meal. You don't want to fight every meal. And also you just want your kid to eat something. Yes. At least that's how I feel yeah. is like. Just eat, please yeah. eat. Yep. So, so, and thanks to YouTube, my daughter watches these videos where these kids are eating like fancy thing, and yeah. I'm like, "Where the hell? Like, I want sushi tonight." I was like, oh, <laughs> "Okay, um, let's try to figure. Like, do you even know what's in that?" Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> it's inter- like I can't take whatever they say at face value anymore. I don't trust my kids at all, <laughs> um, and and that's really parenting one on one. I feel like head on a swivel. Head All, on the always, you have to. Just yeah, <laughs> bob and weave. Get to bedtime. Are you ever surprised with something like something new and they eat it and you're like, really? Like, I didn't expect that. Tyler, you're shaking your head. What do you? Did something pop pop into mind? Because I know with Lillian, we we got these chicken and cilantro um, wontons from Costco again, and uh, and we had them for dinner one time, and she loved them. She even eats them. Andrew will make extra for her lunch for Lillian's lunch the next day, and she eats them cold. Yeah, and, and I was surprised by that. Yeah, I, I guess just random stuff, but it's like you know, Olivia just will tell you like she hates like beef, like just tacos and yeah. stuff. But then we, you know, gave her a taco and she like pounded yeah. it, loved it. So it's just so random. <laughs> like it's back to the point. You just gotta like try and tell them you should really try this. This is good. I'm not like making this up. But. Or or when they eat something one week and then you feed them the same thing and they don't eat it the next. You just what do you mean you don't like it? You just had it. My kids went through a very specific cheese phase with the macaroni and cheese. So if it wasn't like 
the white cheddar from Panera. Yeah. Like, it was, like, why are you feeding this to yes. me? Yes. Um, there's also things that I'm surprised. Jim's upper class, so let's keep that in mind. <laughs> there, there, there's also things that surprise me. My my two kids love just cheese pepper or cheese pizza. If I put pepperoni anything on there, they hate it. Get like pizza rolls, just the cheese, uh-huh. and they think it's the most disgusting thing in the world. And it's like no, this is this is the good stuff here. It's just nothing. So the good stuff. You know, Lillian's very particular about her mac and cheese. She her favorite is from Aldi, and I know that's foreign to Jim. Your high roller over here, but but uh, she loves the Aldi shells and cheese. That's what she and same thing though. She she likes the wet white cheddar stuff too. Lost her mind when Arby's didn't have it anymore. Yeah, she was on a strike. Kids are ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> but you're here away from them for a while. You're but th- this is a pro child podcast, right? Yes. Okay. Sure. I, I think so. I don't know. I mean, that's what I heard. Oh, okay. I, I guess so. We had one and then decided to have another. So <laughs> you're a pro child family. I guess so. <laughs> that is true. So uh, so you're up here, like I said, away from them, hanging out, visiting. Uh, have you enjoying yourself back in Ohio? Yeah, it's good to it's good to be back here. It's been ate at your favorite restaurant today with yep, us. I had some Elvac. Yeah, um, no free ads, but great food. Make sure you eat it anytime <laughs> you're here. Uh, no, it's it's been good. So drove around for a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's been twelve years, I guess, 11, 12 years since I moved down to Texas, wow. and you know, a, a lot of things have changed, especially over by. Um, you know, the Elvacaro area, the, the um, Levis Commons, Levis Commons yeah. like just oh, the yeah. road structure. Like, yeah. Oh, that diverging diamond. Just all that type <laughs> of stuff is completely different. Yeah. Um, but then coming back over, I grew up over by like Fort Meg's area mm-hmm. and a lot of that stuff still this like it still looks very much the same. Yeah. So it's good. I, I yeah. love this area. Uh, if I could, I would move back here. You know, yeah. my, my wife's from Texas, so there is no chance in hell that I am moving out of the state again. Yeah. So, but no, summertime, the gra- like the grass here is awesome, as dumb as that sounds. But yeah. uh, no, there's a lot of stuff that I miss. It, it's it's a cool place to be. Yeah. Well, good. I love it here. That's why I moved back. I, I was in Toledo for a few years, and I couldn't afford a house yet, and then we were able to. And it's it's nice here, um, it's, it's specifically in this neighborhood for, for our family, because the kids have a bunch of friends here, and they can play. And it's, it's so much easier when they get older, especially on the weekends, like, hey, I'm going to go ask so-and-so to play. Like, go. See ya. We'll see you in four hours. See, you know? and that's what I miss because where I'm at in Texas, it's a lot of transplants. So mm. I have no idea who a lot of the people are in my neighborhood. I mean, we, we'll go for walks and do that, and hey, how's it going? But like, it's not one of those where when I was growing up, if I was going like if I was going to Tyler's house, yeah, Tyler's parents graduated with or around the same time as like my aunt. No, like. People knew each other. People knew each other. It's not like a weird, like, I don't know if this person's crazy or what's going on <laughs> Yeah, type of a thing. So <laughs> there's that sense of like community is very just, it's not, I would say, as, as prevalent where I'm at now compared to like They here. have the eight foot tall privacy fences. Yeah, everybody has privacy fences. Really? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very. Have you got, you gone down there? I've gone down there several times yeah. to, yeah, hang out with Jim and stuff. But yeah, it, that's the biggest difference I noticed was like everywhere, eight foot tall privacy fences. So it's like here, you know, you can cut your grass and say hi to your neighbor and there yeah. you don't even know they're standing right next to you because the eight <laughs> foot tall privacy fence. So. Yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of cool stuff to do in Texas. Mm-hmm. A lot. Like stuff that you'd have to drive 
far away. Like if my daughter wants to go to American Girl Dolls store, it's a. But let's talk about the negatives of Texas tarantulas. <laughs> there are tarantulas. I've seen tarantulas at Jim's house before in Texas. Fire scorpions. Ants. Haven't seen any scorpions. No, no. My dad. That was my dad's big thing when he was growing up. There's always a bunch of scorpions, and the horn frogs. He said that's the reason. That's the reason. There's <laughs> oh, that's why they got the name. Is it really? Because when oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So A slogan or whatever mm-hmm. is, is gigum and, and like supposedly is this a shout out to your wife. Oh. It is, isn't it? So supposedly, and I could be telling this completely wrong, by the way, so nobody fact check this. Okay. But <laughs> I'll do it right now. When you hit, like, when they hit, they call them, like, gigging them, is killing a horn frog. Oh, really? And TCU is the horn frogs. Yeah. And so I believe that's why they kind of do the... We'll go with it. It sounds believable. Thumbs up, gig them. <laughs> and that's my fun fact. Thumbs up, gig them. So. All right, that's... Is, uh, that, is that your walk off? Is it? Is that? Is it? That's all I got for get? That's all I got for okay. this. No. <laughs> <laughs> my, but my dad was saying that there isn't a lot of horned frogs anymore, and that's why there's so many fire ants. Because when he was younger, there was a bunch of frogs, and they'd eat the fire ants. And now, well, maybe we should bring back the fire or the the horn frogs. Yeah, maybe it's global warming. <laughs> Are we gonna go there? No. Okay. Is that on Jim's <laughs> list? Jim, you came prepared with how many points on a list? Just a couple. I, I wanted to make sure this thing flew or had a nice he has flow. Seventeen to it. Oh, individual okay. points to talk about. So I, I didn't trust any of us just to come in here and say go. This and is then no. have something informative to talk about. That's my job. That's my job is to keep the flow going. But you, I'm glad you, you have a list. You told me before we started a little behind the scenes that you just said, No, that's why you have guests on, so they can carry this whole thing. Uh Okay, I didn't say those exact words, but what I did say was <laughs> having a podcast with guests is easier because the guests provide the content. I just have to pull it out of them. Gotcha. All right, that's my job. You somehow got it in your big, big dumb brain that you that I said that. That is true. <laughs> okay. And you did pull this giant trophy out. Do you? <laughs> was it weird that you saw? And did you think why does Lorenzo have this in his garage? I mean, it is my trophy, but so, to have so, it up displayed. I, 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 I also a... had a trophy from our senior year. Yeah, Here much we go. S- much smaller. Okay, <laughs> but I keep that in my office. Oh yeah. And so when I saw this beautiful piece of art just in your garage with spider webs and dust all over it, yeah, I thought falling apart. Well, shit. Maybe I need to move it out of the office and put it in the trash can. <laughs> um, I don't know. Or maybe we replaced a little football guy and put like a microphone on there. I, I okay, don't know. Yeah. What does the placard say? Just so everyone knows who I am. Uh, Bob Evans, which I are, they, are, are they still in Perrysburg? <laughs> yes. I've, I've heard, okay. There's two of them actually. Okay. Yeah. I I, I heard one might have been closed. No, nope, we're good. I just wanted to get my facts straight. <laughs> Bob Evans, Perrysburg High School Player of the Year. Yes. I think that's it. Lorenzo Melcher. 2002. But does this now lead into the conversation point so, that, so, that you wanted to touch on? There, Player can, of the can year, I, but should I, okay. we put an can asterisk? I get, can I get into a couple go, of my Go topics? for it, Jim. Yes, okay. please. So the first please. thing was, explain the NLL to me and, and what's happening and, and why. As it's constructed right now, today. Well, so here's, here's what I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. From, from afar, mm-hmm. following kind of what's happening a little bit. Got it. That... They extended an offer to multiple schools, like Finley and some of these other schools, to Was join this? the NLL. So they didn't extend the offer. They just said, hey, we're looking for new schools. 
please submit a letter on why you would like to join that. Was NLL. that because though, Ma, partly because did mommy jump the gun first? No, and leave, or th- this was all a part of nope. kind of one thing. Okay. So what happened was I, I, maybe a year ago, two years ago. I don't know how long they've been been talking about it. They, the NLL, wanted to expand, so they wanted to expand to sixteen teams. Okay, or twelve teams. I'm sorry, twelve okay. teams. Two divisions, six and six. Um, Championship game at the end. Um, I don't know exactly what the what the the plan was, um, but one division would be all like Division One, Division Two schools. Okay. The other division would be the smaller schools. So when that happened, um, mommy decided uh, we don't want to be here. We're getting basically they're getting their butts kicked in a lot of stuff, so they moved, uh, and they are now the biggest school. And the NBC, I believe the NBC is where they went, which is like Eastwood, uh, Elmwood, but they're leave, they're leaving their conference to go somewhere else, uh, Rossford. So, but Mommy's now the biggest school in there, but not by a lot. Ross Vegas, <laughs> Ross Vegas. <laughs> okay. Um. So yes, they wanted to expand. They wanted to draw these teams in. They everyone knows the schools in with the Catholic schools don't want to be playing the Catholic schools. Nobody does wants to be playing the Catholic schools. Why is that, Why Lorenzo? Not? Let's 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 for, let's touch on that. For me, I, I agree with those schools. I I would never want Perrysburg to be in a league with Catholic schools because they they can say it till they're blue in the teeth, but they Get recruit. Get them. Okay, they're they're going to recruit kids. They're not supposed to. They figure out ways to do it. They now have an academy where they also have a lot of the schools have junior highs now, so they can get kids earlier. Um, so that it's, to me, it's just it's a, a advantage that they have that we public schools don't have where we can only get kids from our from our school district. Now, there is some schools that are public that have open enrollment, so that is a thing. Um, but but that shut, gets shut down too because Perrysburg had it at one point, but we just got too big. We can't do it. Yeah. So so do you guys – Would you? and that's why we schedule those guys. We have them on a schedule because they're good teams. But to play them year in and year out, all sports, it just – not something we, we want to do. I would just think from a Northwest Ohio – sports standpoint because when people think of ohio schools typically they're thinking columbus cleveland cincinnati i would say in terms Mm -hmm. of you know where the major players are at correct and so i would think adding your saint francis central saint john's along with finley's perrysburg like those schools Mm -hmm. anthony wayne's that it would just the, the the talent would rise all all over the place and become more of a hey northwest ohio does have good talent that can do compete in all these different avenues. Yeah. I, I mean, you, yes. And that's why we put them on schedule on the schedule for that kind of stuff. But I think the resources they have will, will continuously put them at the top of stuff. You look at all the state championships in the state of Ohio, the it's, it's, I don't know the percentage, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I think it's over like 75% of the ch- state championships come from Catholic schools and all of the state of Ohio. It's a re- it's a high number. I don't know exactly what it is. This, and this, yeah, to your point, it's like even if they're not winning, they're in those championship games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we the last time Perrysburg went to the state final four it was 2015. We played Cincinnati LaSalle, and we were we were with them for about uh, the first half. But, I was there. But when you two platoon have a separate yeah. offense and separate defense, you, you wear out. 
Well, they also had a kid that was, I think, you know, I just, I just remember like during warm up seeing this kid and he was like, he was going to a big 10 school and he was, yeah, he went to the, their running back. At, he went to Northwestern at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. so they had alignment too, right? Like some huge I'm sure. alignment. I'm I mean, sure. so, so who else? So mommy's out. Mommy's out. Who did they get any of those other, like is Finley coming in? Like, so yeah. So here's the schools that are coming in. Um, Clay, Finley, Fremont, Ross, and Whitmer. Are all coming in? Does this start this year though? No, 2023. That's, that's yeah, it's a okay. couple of years out. So, so with that being said, the NLL is going going to look completely different. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they need a new name. <laughs> what would you Super what League? Would, what would you name? We'll it? steal it from soccer. <laughs> I, it got it got sh- shut down. There's the the Super there's Super League. But I thought this podcast was but anti Super League. <laughs> any argument? If you win the Super League. I mean, you you won the Super League. Mm-hmm. No one has a better name than that. <laughs> I think, though, which I'm not. I I agree with you that that name is super. Um, it just with all the leagues around here, there's no. It's all regional based as far as like a. This is their name, right? And now, and it may not make sense anymore. You're correct, but the tradition of the NLL is such where. There's still teams. Okay, the, the only teams that are still in there from when it was formed was Anthony, is Anthony Wayne and Perrysburg. Um, but right, and I, and when I think of lakes, I don't think Finley. <laughs> I mean, especially like Northern Lake. Like. Okay, you're you're not wrong. I and this is something maybe if I can get the commissioner of the NLL on here <laughs> to put get him on the pod. I'll, I'll ask him about it. Yeah. So everybody listening, make sure to tweet at the NLL commissioner to listen and come on on the pod. <laughs> Mr. Commissioner, let's change this league. I, I know <laughs> Mr. Pullman, Coach Pullman was yes, on here. I'm yes. sure he has some type of connection. Uh, oh, I'm sure, yeah. He's in a bunch of different um, organizations, too. Yeah, yeah. so he has just a, network a little bit, and, and we're there. Some poll. <laughs> so, okay. So, anyway, yes, the league expanded. It's getting more teams. The track, which is where all the Catholic schools are no long, is no longer going to happen. Um, actually, that... So it was my mistake. They did plan to do 16 teams, the NLL, 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, Didn't quite happen. They thought Maybe they thought they'd get more interest from smaller schools. And that still might happen. Their plan is still to do that. Um, but it didn't happen this go-around. So. Okay. Yeah. So, so next next topic on here. Yeah. Now, it went kinda, Rapid fire. Yeah. So you were the best player in the 2002 Perrysburg High School football team. The trophy, according also. to the trophy, yes, by far. I don't want to. Was t- that the last terrible team that Perrysburg football has had? We're coming up on twenty years now, uh-huh. and I Can know you believe that. By the way, uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so that's I, I don't. Do know. we have anything planned for that? We were two and eight. No. I don't know what type of parade. <laughs> Shout out Ryan Lewandowski. <laughs> two and eight. He's a class president. Dude. Oh, He's got okay. to set up the twenty year anniversary. He didn't, he didn't play. <laughs> Sorry, we're just jumping all over. So that was something that kind of popped into my head because I know once we left, Perry's work went through a pretty, especially with Kriegel, a very dominant stretch. Yes. Um, and so that kind of came into my head. Was our 2-8 and eight year, senior year, the last worst team or the worst team in the last 20 years? 
Correct. We could we could just jump to a different question though. No, I mean, no. this is all right. This is fine. Um, Look, for some of us, it just opens up wounds that are just <laughs> they're just too deep. Well, uh, he doesn't have a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't. Mean, I forgot. What does your trophy say? Uh, most improved. Beautiful. All right. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think I, of what I the, didn't uh, have a trophy for the record in Little League Baseball. Bucky Marshall Award. Bucky Marshall. I think is essentially what that award is. Okay. All right. Most improved. I didn't bitch a lot, and I went to all the practices and <laughs> in, in, in lifting. The bar was really low, though, let's be honest, because, again, the quality of the team just... Well, right, but that's where the most improved part, you could have somebody that really sucked, and then they could have got it a little bit better. Speaking of or, who really sucked, no, no. I'm getting a lot of... Getting, a lot of, <laughs> getting some head shakes? Getting a lot of no head Okay, shakes. all right. Okay, we won't go there. Let's, uh, let's see if I can find this here. So, records... Do you remember what their record was the year after we were there, after after we graduated? I felt like they were decent. I like. like I know they it, beat Maumee. Mm-hmm. Was it like four and six? So, so you're thinking there was no one worse than two and eight since we've been there? Correct. Okay, I know Kriegel never had a two and eight team, and he took over two years after we graduated. I think the worst he was he had was maybe four and six. Um, so record-wise, Jim, it may be... And we beat a terrible weight team Yep, that was god-awful. Whoa. Yeah, and then... Careful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A Bowling Green team. Side note, my dad won the 50-50 raffle at that weight game, though. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Shout out. Um, where, did you hear it on the sideline? We're, we're we're, we are also a pro sports betting podcast, so... <laughs> we? So... <laughs> So I, the only thing I remember from the Bowling Green game is it mm-hmm. was cold, rain, snow, ice mix. I'll tell you what I remember. We went fourteen to seven. I remember close. there was a new running back in the backfield. The dude was just a beast. <laughs> remember for us? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's sitting at this table, and it's not me or you. <laughs> remember we moved Lorenzo. I scored, I, yeah, we yeah. moved Lorenzo to running back. Yeah. So, so I scored a touchdown that game. What's crazy about that is couldn't and, and stop him. Glory days here. I'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll rehash. Hey, this let's for do a it, second, man. Let's do it. When we played Maumee, yeah, and we kept that close. We we should have got our asses kicked by Maumee. I mean, record wise and everything else. Uh-huh. But I feel like if we would have just gave Lorenzo the ball up the middle, we were gonna because that's kind of what the game plan was. Mm-hmm. We we're getting four yards a pop essentially. I uh, mean, I, I think I played tight end that game. Well. Okay, so. well, maybe we should move you to running back and just... I remember I got... I felt like smoked. we always got in trouble whenever we'd try, like, any, fancy any shit. Like, if it was play. like, hey, let's let's <laughs> counter and this, let's go outside or do this way. Mm-hmm. When it was, hey, we're just going to run the ball straight ahead, which I know gets very difficult now then to... Uh, should have brought back the wing tee. I mean, <laughs> just saying. I, hey, for all you gotta keep the you gotta keep the D guessing, dude. Holman, they, they wouldn't have seen it. Majority of the time, kicked the shit out of Maumee. Yeah, some of those games, like our freshman year, it's like eighty-two to nothing. Yeah, so that way it was working. Maumee had a hell of a time figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, it was just so fast. The action in the backfield was so fast. Like the <laughs> linebackers had no idea what was happening with the wing team. <laughs> those those teams co- now coaching against that. Those teams um, are the hardest to coach. Coach, and I remember when we were playing them, telling us this. Are you just selling because, this because our new offense is a isn't it a hybrid wing T offense? Uh, not really. Oh yeah, I forgot uh, new coach. Yeah. Um, okay, so coaching against it 
it gets tough because <laughs> <laughs> because the kids we always gotta tell them like it's gonna get boring because that's what they want because if you're if you're not on your guy your responsibility that's when they they score a touchdown that's all it takes and uh, that happened this year when we played Napoleon and when we played Bowling Green their their first both games their first offensive play like seventy five yard touchdown and then we ended up smoking them. But uh, is sorry to go off top. Is Napoleon D two? Are they? No. Do you remember? They are D four. Damn. Yeah. See, that's one team that that you know they've had a lot of success. Mm-hmm. You know, like Wait, they, their girls basketball team just won a state championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a smaller school, obviously. So I do think the like you were just saying, you know, the NLL wants to go to you know D one side and smaller school side. And I think it could work out because yeah, the teams like Napoleon they've been consistently good for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, the, the football team has been competitive for a long time. It, it, so. Yeah. To, to me, um, going back to the the wing tee is – and I was I would coach the JV team the past few years, and sometimes we'd get a fill-in game, and it was like one time it was against Eastwood, and they run a wing tee. And I had – and so I have – all I have is like an hour or two Saturday morning before the game to teach the kids, like, all right, here's what we're doing. You know, you – and, and the – Try to go through it. Now, the good thing about JV is it's always been a joke is you, you should play the games between the 20s because once you get to the 20, the JV offense is just stall out because they just can't, you know. But I did my offense did pretty good. So <laughs> Clearly. It's, just, it's just me calling it. So, so what's brag. interesting about <laughs> the wing tee is I still remember because during that time I, I, I was center mm-hmm. and so worked a lot with quarterback in terms of I was there just snapping the ball. Yeah. I still remember like the footwork and the fake handoffs for like, you know, tight right crisscross forty seven C. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'll be in my bedroom at my house sometimes, <laughs> like putting socks away. Yeah. And I'll grab it almost like under center, like off the bed, like out of the laundry basket, <laughs> and kind of do one of these. You can you can delete and... this or edit this out, right? <laughs> yeah. So, no, yeah. it's part of it's part of life now. So so okay so. But and to the original question about us being two and eight, I think the answer is no one has had a worse record than two and eight. But you can't measure heart. Can we all agree on that? <laughs> no, you can't. Now, <laughs> now to say to say a three and seven or a four and six team um, were were worse than us, that probably could happen because maybe and th- and all I all I remember is our team. Um, yeah, we weren't very good. We were, but not. we had fun. Um, there wasn't. I don't think there was issues amongst each other as far as like horrible things. We were. We just had a lot of dudes that like. It, it, I'll pick on myself. I was a buck seventy like mm-hmm. weight wise, and I was playing offensive guard. I mean, so, happen, that still happens. Uh, just, to me though, that's just crazy. Like yeah. just thinking back on that. Yeah. I remember like you know getting thrown under the bus one film study like after a game. They're like, Zollers, what? Why didn't you hit that dude?" I was like, "I did. I just." literally just <laughs> fell on my back like the dude, i was like the dude's got like 50 plus pounds on me yeah i yeah. don't know but you had heart i did that's you can't measure yeah. that and a messed up shoulder and, and I'll I, tell you, I didn't want to talk about that i wasn't <laughs> going to use that as an excuse but if you want to we can go into it and i'll also say this the big thing which is impressive watching perry or from afar now compared to where we were at mm-hmm. i felt like once we lost a game and this was even like our sophomore year that we were supposed to be really good yeah once we lost the game, it was like, all right, season's over, essentially. Yeah. Like, it's, it's one of these, I, I feel like in high school, I'm really impressed with the high school teams that could lose one or two games in a row and not have that derail their 
entire season. Yeah, because, I, yeah, I completely agree. Because once that's out, it's like, when, all when, right, yeah. do I do I really do these do these laps matter? Like, does this mm-hmm. like us installing this? What's the point? And it yeah. is like looking back on it, like there's self pride and there's other things that you should be be taking into account. But mm-hmm. when you're you know 16, 17 years old, it's kind of like in your head you're like, all right, let's go to the playoffs. Yeah. Once you know that that one goal is gone, it's like, yeah, well, I'd rather be hanging out, you know, chasing girls or doing whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and a lot of that too what, is. What else were you doing, Jim, other than chasing girls? That's it. Right. <laughs> that's it. And a lot of that too is is coaching to keep kids in the mindset of, okay, we lost the game, but especially the first three non league games. Okay, we lot, we're, we're one and two, but let's go still win the league. Like, and, because and that's I feel not like that, small fee that, either. That's happened the last couple of years with Kriegel at some point, right? Like I'd sometimes be like, "Oh, that's weird." They they might have like one or two losses early on in the schedule, mm-hmm. and then it's like league play comes and it's just like, "All right, now they're they're, they're kind of cooking" type of a thing. Yeah, and I could yeah. be completely making that up, but there's a couple times where I'm like, "Oh, I wonder if the team kind of sucks this year because they just didn't start strong." And mm-hmm. then it's like, "Oh no, they're contending essentially." Yeah, and it's in a lot of that goes back to the previous years when we had to schedule. We had to schedule big time opponents because there's schools around here that that didn't want to play us because Perrysburg was good and um and they don't want they didn't want to lose you know so like we we had to schedule Dublin Kaufman and Whitmer and uh, St John's St Francis we schedule those guys because um, Division two schools or even even Division one schools like City League they don't want to play us yeah you know because especially now with how the playoffs are the City League would never play a school like us because they can now make the playoffs, you know? So because the playoffs expanded, so it makes it a little easier for them to get in. So why, why schedule a guaranteed loss in their eyes, right? Right. And, and not. So how would you coach yourself? 17-year-old Lorenzo, because you had some options to play. Like people were looking at you, and I would mm-hmm. say when we were in high school, the recruiting aspect of things was completely different from yeah. the way it is now. Definitely. Right? Yeah. But you still had people that were giving you interest, and I know you moving positions and everything really screwed that up. I feel like I don't think for me it wasn't a huge deal. Um, and, and I'll tell you, going back, like thinking about it now, I would have done it totally different. My parents had no idea like what recruiting was about. They had they they had no idea, so they they were um, they they weren't a help. I couldn't go to them and be like, hey, what's this? What's happening? Um, I would have, and I, I didn't take full advantage of all the stuff I could have done. I didn't take any visits. I didn't, you know, I went to BG one time and I, I went, got to watch a basketball game with one of the coaches, actually Mike Ward, who's our defense coordinator now was recruiting me from BG. So I went with him there. I went to Finley. I got a letter from a, a letter or two from OU every week. And I, but I just never went down there. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. You know, um, I would have, I would have done stuff so much more differently if, if it was me. And I tell the kids that now, like, Hey, Go to the weight room. I hated the weight room. You did. I, I never went to the weight room. And that's what always I, – I love seeing when you post stuff on Instagram about, like, working hard and, like, doing that because, like, I'm like – it just surprised – like, because I remember that. Mm-hmm. Number of times that you'd go to, office, like, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, whatever, yeah. doing that. I never, I heard, I never went. No, but you were the best. Like you were just naturally stronger, like yeah. faster than everybody else on there. And, and I, I'll tell the kids I coach that, and I'll tell them like, hey, I, 
I, I don't know if I'll say I squandered opportunities, which maybe I did, but I remember Coach Frank telling me, like, hey, I'm telling these coaches that you don't go to the weight room because you don't. I'm not going to lie about it. And at the time, I'm like, well, that sucks. But yeah. that was that was my but yeah. that was my fault, right? Yeah. I didn't do that. But I tell kids that, like, hey, I didn't go to the weight room. I could have done X, Y, or Z if I would have went to the weight room. But for me, um, it all goes back to if I would have done all this stuff, went to a school to play football, went did all this, I can almost guarantee I wouldn't be married with the kids I have. You know what I sure. mean? So I think about that too. But but to your point, if or to your question is how I would have coached me. Is I would have, and it's hard because you got all kinds of kids on the team that you're coaching. I would have, you know, and I've, I've had conversations with kids too. Like you have all the talent, you have, you know, you're big, you have size, and they can't teach that stuff. But you got to go to the weight room. If you go to the weight room, this, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there's a better chance that this is going to happen. So what's crazy? Living in Texas for some time, mm-hmm. and the schools that I'm around, like Allen High School, like Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm played there yeah right like they're getting it's not one or two guys are going d1 it's your entire your entire defensive line is yeah. getting scouted your entire you know offensive line those the school that my wife teaches at or works at like they just had a guy that he's a freshman at uh texas mm-hmm. offensive lineman right mm-hmm. like they're going major places they just hired on a guy his sole job works for the school his sole job is just to find scholarships for sports athletes. Yeah. That's all. And it, it's not necessarily designed for like the D1 people, mm-hmm. but like somebody like yourself where it's like, well, my parents don't really know what to do or yeah. what's going on. And it's not a it's not a high school coach. He just is supposed to go out, make relationships with all these different universities. Mm-hmm. And maybe a D1 school isn't the best option for you, but we can get you D school, you know, this one here has scholarship X for, you know, yeah. you know, whatever. You might be a good fit to actually play there, do something. It's just it's crazy just the different the mindset from here and, and there and different things. It's yeah. uh, it, it's pretty interesting to see um how that's kinda take place over the last twenty some years. Yeah. Now let me ask you guys a question. In high school, when I wouldn't go to those things, what did you guys think about me? What the hell was that? It cracked. uh, Water came up a little bit. Uh, Did did you think this guy is the best player on a team and he's never here? No, I I I personally didn't. I because I guess at least my perspective, I was just kind of worried about my own self and Mm -hmm. my own thing. So I just remember, like, truthfully, I didn't have much to do in the summer. So I just remember going to workouts because I thought it was fun to hang out with the guys. But I didn't think negatively of anybody that didn't go, I guess. Because, again, like, you know, I don't know everybody else's situation usually. And, like, you know, for all I knew, you had a big summer job that you, whatever, well, we cutting grass. <laughs> we did, but, you know. <laughs> but my, my point is, I guess, you know, like, for at least myself, like, I, I didn't really view anybody of not being there as, like, being a problem. Because I knew mm-hmm. you were a good teammate, like, when you came to play. So I feel like the hardest thing is when that happens, because we probably arguably are two best players didn't really go to the weight room. You and Wes Crane. Uh-huh. Okay. Now he did he did wrestling and a bunch of other shit. So like whatever. But um I feel like in high school it's such a buy in. It's almost cult like. Yeah. Right. Like everybody needs to be going in kind of like the same direction. We're all working towards that goal. Yep. That's where it starts to I feel like get difficult is if you don't your, your best people aren't kind of go in that same direction in that same way. Yeah. Where it's very easy, I feel like, for 
I'd also like to add though, like your best athletes aren't playing football. Like we had some really good athletes in and that's that's sure, class that sure. just did not play that's, football. That's true too. But, but yeah. yeah. But but I would say when everybody doesn't buy in to whatever it is, and yeah. I feel like a lot of it has to do with the 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 head coach uh-huh. and and kind of the 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 system and everything that you're running the the program. When everybody's not bought in, then it's really easy, I feel like, for the younger group or just other people that aren't starting or whatever. Well, I don't really give a shit. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, it's very easy for it to start to be like, eh, to snowball to other greats. Exactly. Yeah. And, and kind of go. And so that like any doubt, like if it's a if it's any game time, I would love for like to be with you or Wes or anybody in play. Yeah. Cause you guys are gonna bring it every single time, right? But it's when it's you just don't know how that's going to affect other people. Yeah, and I feel like in that high school mentality of sports, it's very like everybody needs if if you start to have a couple people that kind of do their own thing, then it's just like okay. The well, shit's I actually corny, think like, well, I think for for our class at least, like I kind of <laughs> felt a disconnect between our senior class and then like the the underclassmen from us because I think we were very heavily bought into. When we were like, for instance, sophomores, uh, you know, the, the class one, one above us. So like humble brag, like we were sweet in JV. And then that following year, I'm talking like our sophomore year, that following year, we, we were all juniors and, and all the senior, basically you took the entire JV team and everybody was then all of a sudden playing yeah. varsity. And we were really good. So yeah. we were really good. But to your point about buy-in, like I felt like that group was super, super close. And we had a really, really good team that year. So. So, so how many kids are on the team, like for Perrysburg now? Like, if we have a if we have a great year of like kids on a team, usually seventy, and that's a, that's really good, you know, or or maybe somewhere between seventy and eighty is like yeah, you know, if we got to order more helmets before the season, that's good, right? Because we were like right around like forty, I want to say. I don't remember to maybe be honest. 50 ish. I don't know for what for like sophomore, junior, seniors. Like on the football team, it's not very much. We yeah. didn't have much. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. And, and to your point too, because I know we were talking about playing like the the private schools. Mm-hmm. Like, what would it take for Perrysburg to get to the point where it's like, okay, let's run too deep. Like, let's do so, it. like. And how do you make? Is is soccer still as big here as it was? Sure, sure. Okay. So that's the that's the thing with Perrysburg, and it's good for kids, right? There is sports, all kinds of sports, for for Perrysburg. There's and now like lacrosse is taking off. Yeah, too now, lacrosse. So um, yeah. You know, we have a, a varsity rowing team now. Hell you yeah, know, we do. so there's sports everywhere for kids, which is good. Um, for football, there is that's the dream scenario, right? For us, is to have two platoon for the for football and and we have right now our coaching staff is set up for that we have separate coaches for offense and defense right now for this for this upcoming season so we're working towards that the thing and this is what i love to do and i I told the new coach coach connor this the thing i love to do is recruit kids and i couldn't do it during covid i would go to Basketball games. I go to wrestling. I in junior high. I I'd go to the junior high at the time. I wasn't working Mondays, so I'd go every Monday and talk to the kids during lunch, and just so they know who I am. And you know, I let them know when weightlifting was going to be and all this stuff. Um, I set up an open house two years ago that had kids from 
fifth to eighth grade. Come check out the facilities, meet the coaches. So all that stuff, you know, is is what leads to more kids playing football. Um, and and that's something I love to do. I do it on my own time. And I think um, what you have to do or what a coach has to do for us is to get to the parents more than the kids, right? The kids, I think, want to play. And a lot of times, more than not, when I see a kid, like, hey, you play football? No, my parents won't let me. So for me, I always try to, I always talk to parents, especially if I go to a basketball game. I'll talk to a parent, and be like, hey, is your kid so and so? And I chat with them, let them know who I am. Then I talk to the kid too. But the, so that way, the parents know me. So when they decide if they want to play football or not, they know a coach. And, and I've had some parents before they decided to talk to me about it. You know, but but is to it, get to where is we it like be, concussion based? Is that their their problem? It's with it? it's not just concussion, but injuries in general. Yeah. Roger Goodell has solved concussions. <laughs> Let's uh, we don't hear there, about it yeah. There's but, no more concussions. Let's, it, yeah, it, it's yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. It, it is it just injury based in general uh, because they are playing basketball and 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 I do like if they do bring concussions, I and I would tell them like you know the number one sport for concussion is women's soccer. Yeah. It's like that's the number one. So, so, and, and I let them know, like every year we got to, these are the certifications a coach has to have. Like, it's not just the training out there looking for stuff. We all, every year we have to look, we have to do all this stuff. It is crazy to think too, when we were playing, yes, like I was just getting about to water, say. like hydrating, mm-hmm. you're soft, right? Like, it's <laughs> like, no, we're going to build a tough team. No, man. And I, we are just going to have you guys you know, run and not have any do, water. Do you guys, I mean, there were some just, you know, about like the major direction of like concussion protocols and stuff. But I remember games where guys just got rocked yeah. and like they literally like you could tell something was not right. Yeah. They were just trying to shake it off. Like yeah. nowadays, oh, my God, that shit does not, does not fly. Yeah. So. You can take that off if you want, Jim. No, that's okay. All right. Sorry, I, it was weird. He's I can't playing see with the microphone. Oh, that's like fine. Day, that's so. fine. Um, well, well, even so, so yes, that is true for when we played. But when I talked to the guys who played in uh, in college, like the coaches, they would literally go two hours, and they would give them salt tablets. And this is you know back in the day before, probably when we were around when we were bored. But it was even worse. Like, hey, let's uh, here's a salt tablet. So, don't drink. So one thing that I I think would be a good idea. Okay, that I'm surprised Perrysburg doesn't do uh-huh. is get alumni more involved mm-hmm. in terms of. I would love it. I was thinking boosters, not, little cash, just, just <laughs> <laughs> like instead of doing the hey, let's walk around and do like these twenty dollar gift card yeah. type things yeah. and, and go to door to door and all that type of crap, which everybody hates. Yeah, but I buy like, them still. Yeah, like if you had a golf outing. Hey, guess what we're having this summer. A golf, a golf outing? outing. I never heard about it. We just, I, I, the the parents were just notified uh, Monday. Because my so. thought is, if you could get where Jim, it's Jim, gonna be on your best behavior. No, so so, <laughs> I, I just feel like it's such an easy way. To, yeah. Like if you've graduated or whatever, number one, it gives people that maybe don't live here a reason to come back for a weekend or whatever, and yeah. maybe go see like the the inner squad like planted around like something yeah. like that where it's like hey get to know the team but then it's also showing parents and showing people hey once you're done playing like they're still like yeah you have the alumni base you have yeah. this which you see more in like college type things but mm-hmm. it's still like if i have a job opening and i know that there's a group of kids or there's something like i would much rather offer it to somebody that i knew like you know or did something i'd love to try to give that out to the kids there yeah. and do different things. Yeah. And it's just weird to me that, you know, it's going on 20 years since, and there's been not like, not even like a get together. And it, 
it, what really surprised me, I came back, my uncle graduated in like the late 70s or 80s, and he played football for Perrysburg. And they were celebrating something that they had accomplished. And yeah. they, did, they did some really cool things. But they, like, they were introduced at, at halftime or before the game of whatever Friday night game. But then afterwards, they went to a bar and they put on like old film. Yeah. And I, I remember stopping by there to say hi or whatever. And the place was packed with former, like everybody that was on the team or if they were around. And just, it was very like, oh, like, look at this. Like, and they were all just bullshit and having a good time. And it's like, if you could tell a parent, like, hey, come into this family. Like, we're a family. Like, yeah. And, yeah. and even get to know people that graduated in the 80s, the 90s, you know, whatever it may be, and just build that up. I don't know. I just feel like more, more include, like, make it a better experience to sell to the kids and mm. they might not even be caring about it at that point but yeah. it's like again that goes to like the parents too right? right yeah to be able to show and be like hey you know they get through this at least we're going to set them up and you know look at all these other people that are alumni of, mm-hmm. of the football team they're doing x y and z yeah at least they'll have connections through this well i i my my plan and my hope you know i always have a lot of ideas for to bring in the community that's the only reason way you're going to get more kids is to involve the community. So I I want to open up like um, our summer practices to that kind of stuff. Now that that leads into like who's coming is another coach from another school coming right. or whatever. But but or just have like hey we're going to have the seven on seven against these two schools um, in uh, a month and a half. Let's invite anyone who graduated and played football at Perrysburg just to come check it out or whatever. Yeah. You know because I, I do like that stuff. But it is time. It is. And that's why a lot, a lot of times I would do stuff like that as opposed to Coach Kriegel because he has a lot on his plate anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like that open house. You know, I organize all that, and Krie- as long as Kriegel's like, "Yeah, go ahead and do it," you know. But but to bring in the community of past and present and the future, you know, is the only way we're going to get to have 100 plus kids on our football team. Right, and I, and I think to be a, a dominant team and where Perrysburg, it, like we have the size, right? We have the yeah. the the ability, like a lot of people back the program yeah right yeah. and so it's like there shouldn't be off not that there shouldn't be off years but it should be a consistent flow and, and that's really that'd be really cool to see yeah. yeah yeah well eventually we'll get there like i said that's the goal that's the hope you know and I, and we do have a uh, much like anthony wayne has had for years uh, we have a 12th man club now where it's a group of parents that um get, Steal get that money from texas a&m also oh i don't know i didn't organize it home of the 12th man <laughs> Um, that organize and and buy buy the football team stuff that you know that we need you know so that's a well and, and kind of like if if I came to a golf outing and then like a kid was my caddy right that's yeah. on the football team or whatever you know it's like okay I'll I'd go into it being like all right I'm gonna tip him fifty bucks that goes to like the Perrysburg whatever like their yeah. football fund or yeah. whatever it is knowing like okay I had a good time or whatever you but know, it's for this reason it's too. for this exact thing yeah. and it gives yeah. me a reason to be like. All right, kids. I'll see you. Like, I gotta go to this thing. I gotta travel back <laughs> like up this weekend. North. Right, exactly. In and out type of a thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Do you have dates for the golf outing? Um, I will get them, right. uh, and I'll let you know. Because C- the more, obviously, the more people we have there, the better. You know. But I wasn't at that meeting Monday. I had my running my kids all over the place. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll figure that out. Cool. And I don't know. I know we're doing that golf outing. I don't know if we're still doing the the cards and stuff too, because that was a huge thing for us. To, I hated so, that. Oh yeah, so so did I. But they made so much money. Um, it's crazy how much because I don't remember how much money they told us we made when we were in school. But uh, it's 
it's a lot of money that does in a short amount of time. I think it was like two weeks that we sell them now. So, well, and that's the whole thing. Like, if you could do the golf outing and then turn it into like a dinner after, like, or, or mm-hmm. something where it's like, all right, there's an auction or something, like, yeah. you know, you yeah. can get older dudes that are there, like, wanted to support that would probably do way more than the 20 bucks, then, yeah, you know, yeah. that would actually do that or something. And yep. Maybe get some more. Jim just some really didn't stuff. want to sell the cards. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> I, I don't think you, Jim, feel, like, did you, did so, you, so, so my job's in sales, cards? right? So I hear no all the time. Yeah. And, and, you know, dating life got me prepared for it too. But it's, it's, you know, nothing is more humbling than trying to sell people on like, hey, how many times do you guys eat, eat East of Chicago pizza? Yeah. All right. Every Seven time you get there, week. you can get a buy one, get one for free. So <laughs> Dude, that was my favorite part of those this, cards. You know, it's just like, the buy okay, one, get that, ones. That's yeah. really the only the thing buy, that was the, where, like, it was the, specifically East of Chicago. It was East of Chicago yeah. pizza. Yeah. I don't is that is that still around? No. No. Okay. No. Now, I remember selling those in my neighborhood one time. Our neighborhood was having a party, and I walked up there, and I started asking people if they wanted to buy those. And one dude told me to my face, this is why I don't bring my wallet to these things. <laughs> and I told my dad, and <laughs> my dad lost his mind. He goes, because uh, everyone in that neighborhood, it was all either new, brand new families with little kids. And my dad goes, I'm never buying anything from anybody. Because <laughs> just buy, buy 20 bucks, dude. It's not that 20 difficult. 20 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks. <laughs> so he was turned off after that. All right. Hit me, Jim. What do we got? Uh, We've been hitting so a lot of topics here. I like it. Is Perrysburg the best place to grow up? Uh, I've only grown up in two places, here and Toledo. Um, and comparing this to where I grew up in Toledo, uh, as far as the, the city, yeah. But I had the same, the same things I had here when growing up. I had in Perrysburg friends. Or I'm sorry, I had in Toledo. Friends around me where I could just leave my house and ride a bike or walk or whatever. So it to me, it was the same. Now, when I moved out here, it was a little bit different. Uh, eventually, I met the knucklehead next to me, Dustin. Uh, but before that, I didn't know anybody. My parents had to drive me into town if I wanted to do something because we lived out off Rochden, you know, way out there. So, um, but I enjoyed living both, both places. Um, as far as raising my kids, like I'm glad they're here. Because they have the same things. Like, let's go down the street. Let's do this. They, and and because Perrysburg is getting so much bigger, they have there is a lot of things to do here. You know, without having to go somewhere else. The cool thing I always think about Perrysburg is they give you just enough slack that you can you can get into trouble, right? Mm-hmm. But not now. You could definitely go overboard, but you could get to a point where you're not like screwing up your future completely. Yeah. Right. Like you could you could test those boundaries. And then get your hand slapped a little bit. Don't test the boundaries, kids. <laughs> and, and then, well, it's good because then all of a sudden, once you're in other positions or you're in college or you're doing your, and you're completely out on your own, you're not going just completely crazy, I feel mm-hmm. like. And so, but also, if you're at a house party, just make sure that you don't hang outside and do stupid things. And, yeah. Yeah. Or leave. I, w- I was there. See, at the I party. left. I left right before that. <laughs> I was just outside talking to my friends. Car rolls up. Whoop whoop. Gotcha. I didn't see lights. I was just like, why? Never kicked them off student council. (laughs) (laughs) Is that retroactive? (laughs) I don't want my name coming down. Well, in, in the in the group of friends we hung out with, it wasn't like we did that kind of stuff either. Like horrible things, right? Well, we we did kid stuff. We were yeah, we were just right? doing normal, quote unquote stupid stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I mean, there. once we got a little bit older, and now I'm not going to, like, say names or do anything like that, but, like... No, drop them. No. <laughs> like, once somebody... One, someone in our friend maybe had a little bit too much to drink and, and drove and got stopped by the police. Who was that? My dad had a shit fit <laughs> because he said, listen, no one ever does it one time and gets stopped by the police. Yeah. Correct. Type yeah. of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was a very, like, come to Jesus moment where it's just like, okay... Like, well, well, and when you have such a tight group of friends that happens, then naturally your friends group be, maybe becomes one person smaller when something like that happens too. Definitely. Eventually, because you're like, oh, man, I don't want to be, I never thought I would do, I would do something like that, or I never thought that person would do something like that. Because it makes you think, think differently of that person, especially as at that age, you know, as you get older, you're, you're probably friends with them again, you know, but sure. as, you know, is as that, you go, is that why you guys stopped talking to me for a while? <laughs> You're my twin. We just <laughs> but but it is something that it, it's definitely interesting to see. But I, and I also tell people, and I tell my mom this all the time too. It's a like she should take it as a compliment mm-hmm. to parenting that none of like our friends I feel like really screwed themselves up to a position like where they're just complete pieces of crap, yeah. right? There is no one that I would talk to that I, I I still talk to now that I'd have no issue like. If I really needed something or, or so, like something's going on, that number one, that I couldn't reach out to them for for some reason. Yeah. And that I know like if I had to have somebody like watch my kid because it's just a weird situation and that person just happened to be there. Yeah. That I'd feel okay for the most part. Yeah. Right? Like I'm not going to give my kids to like let Birkin watch them, <laughs> but I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so, but. We, we love you, Buzz. But. Uh, but no, so I, I just thought like nobody, everybody's doing things with their lives that they like, mm-hmm. like everybody's, you know, successful, like doing their thing. And it's, it's pretty cool to see, like no yeah. one's, no one's still like living at, at home and just hasn't done anything and like super secluded or doing anything yeah. weird, you know, or, or in jail for a long period of time or anything crazy. And mm-hmm. so, um, no, I, I think that's, it's pretty rare now, yeah. you know. I, I do I do want to go back to the point you made about being in Parisburg having a little bit li- little bit of a a leash on you to that's not for I mean not everybody has that right yeah um I think there was times where I think there was times where if if I was caught doing something by myself it would have been worse than if I wasn't with some friends you know what I mean? I got pulled over like s- several times in Perrysburg. Um, just, you know, w- for my music a lot of times. Cause I yeah. had, um, but I also had a nice car. And, um, and, and. It's a I car. I, I swear it's the car. Well, Jim. Could Jim, be. Jim had, Jim got pulled over all the time. Cause yeah. he had that Mustang. I got, I got stopped. Yeah. I, I got taken. I, they had me leave, get out of my car. Cause Kurt Wells didn't have any type of ID with him. He oh, just yeah. didn't drive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we were going to Frickers. And they made a huge deal about it because we weren't 21. Uh, it's like, well, they serve food there. And I remember the BP out in front of, I don't even know if it's still a BP there. Yeah, but it, yeah. it was multiple cop cars showed up. They wanted to search, my, like they wanted to search, do all this. And I was not letting them. And um, Jim's dad told them. They, yeah. no. Yeah, no. He told he 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 told you what they should and should not do or be able to do. I mean, there was a point to that. Yeah. But and what's kind of crazy too is and, and yeah no for sure you probably had it worse than and I didn't even have it worse I just I just know that there is cases where um, 
Perrysburg, Perrysburg's the great place to live. Although if I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here raising my kids if it wasn't right. Um, but just going, going off that, it's just because it's great for everybody doesn't mean it's great for. Or just because it's well, great for a lot it, of people doesn't mean it's great and for it everybody, has right? Changed obviously the last Correct. you know whatever Correct. we just said twenty years. Like it was, it was sm- way smaller. Like, yeah, I, and, and I, th- I, I think you could that... not you could not like go anywhere where somebody didn't you know like I I felt like I could go to anybody's house and somebody like Jim was saying earlier could connect the dots. Oh, you're so and so son, my you yeah. know my 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 you know. Uh, except for, for Lorenzo's family. Except for my, yes. Well, we moved when I was 14. He's so. an outsider. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, what's, what's weird though is uh, had, since my dad was on the school board through part of that, like, um, humble break, adolescent age, like, I always felt like I had to be on my shit. Like, yeah. Because if I was a jerk in school or like mouthed off or did anything, mm-hmm. when are you like, coming back to run for school board? Never. Fill, fulfill the legacy? God. God bless those people. <laughs> they, they put up with so much shit and get zero credit for it. Yeah. So even if you don't agree with them, they're not doing it because they're just trying to be assholes. They're 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 doing it. I mean, because they think they're serving the community the best they can. So yeah. except for that one guy that wanted to get rid of Coach Dave Hall. Coach Hall, yeah, yeah. I, that guy I, could be an I was not yeah. okay with that dude. That was the only school board that was the I've one. Ever been to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a Everybody lot of people showed up. You know, I felt so. <laughs> I felt so up. bad because. Um, there was there was two big issues I remember that day. Uh, Coach Hall and uh, something about the gym teachers that were gonna they were gonna basically lose some jobs because of how where they were redoing stuff. So Coach Hall stuff, they, everyone's like, we're gonna do that first because clearly that's why everyone's here. And then that was all over. And then these two like gym teachers had to go up and talk. And it was <laughs> <laughs> like, I just you guys stay yeah. in your seats for just a couple more minutes here. We got some people that want to say. Something. I feel like yeah. that was early Facebook though, like time you know when that all went down. I just remember like that created a firestorm because everybody's like, wait, they're trying to get rid of Coach Hall. Like yeah. what? Yeah. What is going on? And ultimately, what happened was that the guy backed down and yeah, exactly. didn't even do what he wanted to do. Yeah. So, if yeah. I think it's probably because the, I know I don't agree with this. There's there are people go into his business and like picketing outside of his business. That's a little too far. In my <laughs> those book, are just crazy right? people, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're going to have a group of those crazy people. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have the rights, but it's uh, I, they do, and, and that's fine. <laughs> they did it legally, but <laughs> but I'm I wouldn't do idiot. that. I wouldn't. <laughs> Anyway, so, Perrysburg's so, nice. What we need to get is a Perrysburg. The audio definitely picked that up. <laughs> That's all right. Just trying to go. <laughs> trying to Perrysburg go against Prosper. <laughs> An Ohio versus Texas school. Okay, maybe when we get big enough to be like, hey, yeah, we need we're this airplane. Need like 10 it's, it's a smaller where, where I'm at. It's a definitely a smaller school. No, I'm just saying, in order to get there. <laughs> do you want to describe the smaller do school? The alumni, though, do the alumni golf tournament. You've got your money. Somebody has a jet there, right? (laughs) Exactly. You're telling me ESPN wouldn't pick that up? No, zero chance. (laughs) To to or maybe it's a hey, we'll meet you halfway and play somewhere. I mean, Prosper has a nice stadium. So 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 you say smaller? How many how many kids are in this? How many? So it's growing like crazy right now. Yeah, it's just not small though, man. The money is insane. Initially. Like when we moved there five or six years ago, like the graduating class had six hundred kids. Okay. Okay. Um, which the high school down the street that they play against in the same conference has a class of like fourteen, fifteen hundred. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're definitely like the smaller school in their conference. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's it's getting up. They just built a second school, so the numbers kind of dip back down. A second high school. Oh, they split. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. They'll end up having about four or five high schools, I think, when it's all said and done. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. And they're all, I mean, everything, it's very they're top of the let, line. Yeah, they, they, they partnered well, with an area, like the Children's Hospital or whatever. Uh-huh. So, like, within the new football stadium, there's x-ray machines. There's, <laughs> like, the full, like, medical stuff is yeah. within this. There's jumbo, like, the big jumbotron. There's, mm. um, Hey, we got one now. It holds, I think, like, ten or 11,000. Yeah. Um, and that's what you'd probably see there most of the time. Yeah, we're so, up to, I think we're up to, like, over five, I think. With the new stands, something like that. I pointed those out to Jim the other day. Yeah, yeah. They're, it's not, it's it has a small college feel. Yeah. Now play with the it, games. it well, actually and, looks and like because of the, the jump yeah. because of the, yeah. our big jumbotron too. I, I would say a lot of like, um, a lot of the stadiums in the area are nice Mac school stadiums. Yeah. Esque. Yeah. That's it's giant still. So. That's being, yeah. So, so yeah, like, it's being like it's it's Division being One nice, AA like, or what? Division Two plays yeah. at like the the high school stadium down the street from us. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So they they've got, but high. I mean, it's big there. Yeah. Oh know? yeah. And it, that's there's no there's no soccer. They like well there is, but it's not like you you play football. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a athletic class period. So if yeah. you're like. So first period or seventh period would be football. And that's when you practice. Yeah. There's no like after school. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's, to me, and I know Adam coaches at a big time school. He coaches at Allen and the amount of time they gotta put in to just for his coaching, it's it's when I talk to him about it, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, know? it's a full time job. Like yeah. it's what's surprising to me is that like a place like Perrysburg, mm-hmm. right? When they said like they wanted somebody with like a head coaching experience or whatever for the position, yeah. Or it's like, I'd almost take if you were like an OC at a large high school, yeah, or a DC or whatever. Like, yeah, I they have just as much like experience. Like they're putting football in, stuff. They're putting in the hours and doing everything the same as. Yeah. They may not run the full program, but yeah. no, it's 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 different worlds. But at the same time, I do think like. Perrysburg might be able to, you know, at least take a shot. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they knew what they wanted uh, or what they were looking for when they put the put it out there. So, I don't know. And I, to go back to the answer, the answer to your question is, uh, it'll never happen. So. Okay. Zero, <laughs> zero chance. Unless you are like, here's my jet, can put the whole team on it. Gotcha. You know, okay. But how fun would, dude, if we took a bus ride or a plane ride... <laughs> Like when we're seventeen, I remember taking a bus ride up to like Michigan and Notre Dame. Yeah, and that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so other things that I have on here. Yeah. Um, fun fact. <laughs> Hit it. Our wives. Yeah. Same name, spelled yeah. differently. Spelled differently. Yep. But same name. Yeah. I found that kind of interesting. <laughs> Wait, it sounds like you just found out about it. <laughs> I didn't realize the spelling was different on there. Oh, okay. All right. Um. <laughs> So you you went you went to the movies last uh, night. Yes, we did. Okay. Um, before that movie, what was the last movie that you saw in movie theater? In the movie theater. Oh, actually, this isn't bad. This is. Uh, it just happened last month. My dad and myself and Mateo saw Godzilla versus King Kong. Okay. Yeah, that was good. What about you, Tyler? It's been a while, Has but it? I, well, 
I told Jim like last summer because that was actually the one thing that I missed the most. Probably, uh, I love going to the movies, just like the actual experience of going to movies. Do you belong to the Cinemark Movie Club? I do not, but I w- did sure? have the yeah. Go ahead, Jim. I had the, my, my next topic the... was remember Movie Pass. I, I was a member of the Movie, movie Pass. Pass. Yes, yeah. uh, the last time I went to use it, uh, I was with my buddy Mike that I work with. You know, Mike. Yeah, he bought your truck. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, like Mike and I were going to go see a flick together and I scanned my movie pass and then Mike tried to scan his movie pass and it didn't work for Mike. <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, we, we've been having problems all day with us. So you just go. Oh, really? Yeah, he just Do let you know Mike go. And then literally the, yes. the, okay. yeah, yeah. The, the next day movie pass like started announcing that they were having like major financial So I listened to a whole podcast about movie pass okay. and how it was created and what happened. So essentially for people that don't know, because this was probably like three years, two, three years ago, but you could buy a monthly membership, mm-hmm. like 12 bucks or whatever. Fifteen bucks. I think it started at nine ninety nine. It was okay. super cheap, and and you could just go on their app and be like, "Hey, I want to go to this movie at this time," or they'd show you what's available yep. in, in different time slots. Mm-hmm. So if you are close to a movie theater or whatever, you don't have kids, you have free time or doing whatever. It's like, okay, I'm just going to go watch this movie. I don't really care what time, and and just go in and watch it. You know, Netflix kind of type of a thing. So and as many as you wanted, as many uh, a month. Or is you, there, it I was, think there was like only, premium mo- movies. Were, no, like that was limit. later. That okay. was later. The, it was one a day was the only caveat. And <laughs> one then, a day. One a day. Okay. So you literally could go to one movie a day. The, the thought process obviously was like movies typically make all their money on concessions. Yeah. So they just thought a lot of people aren't going to the movies as much anymore. We just need cheeks in the seats and yeah. we'll just start ringing the concession <laughs> so. bill. So that was true. I mean, it was yeah. a good thought process, but the, the thing was like, the actual like people that were passionate about movies, such as myself, like we were actually using it more yeah. than their model, which was I think only like one movie a month, probably. So we bankrupt them. <laughs> so the uh, Cinemark Movie well, Club. Well, go ahead, Jim. Well, funny thing about this was I I bankrupted and so, and Jim so, was an investor. Yeah, <laughs> really. So, Jim. so before it like started going down, down. Yeah. I'm like, man, this this stock Jim, is. Jim like, called it's me. It's dropping yeah. like crazy. <laughs> okay. And I, and I was like, Jim movie pass. He's like, I was like, it's well, sixteen cents, Ty. Yeah, it can only it like, go up. And like, I was like, I was like, Jim, they just said they have like, no money. Like, like, there's no way this thing is not gonna like. It's got name recognition. Like, yeah. people know what it is. Somebody's gonna come in and buy it out or do something. So I moral of the story: Don't threw, take financial advice from your friends. I, I threw fifty or hundred bucks into it, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna have you know." If they're giving you a hot stock tip, it's usually let's not see if good. it can go up to a dollar and do whatever. And then after that, it was just like I got it at like sixteen cents, and then went to like eight. How much Doge coin do you own, Jim? I'm well, zero on Doge. You have no I, Doge. I, I can't stand it. I think no. it's. Uh, how many how many N- NFTs do you own? You own NFTs? I would love to get into the NFTs. <laughs> okay. right. I, I don't own any. Okay. I think it's fascinating technology and what yeah. they're doing, and I, I totally think it's the future. There's nothing in my price point, I guess. Okay, yeah. Um, I did try to do like the NBA pass. Um, yeah, the, the video clips. The video yep. NFTs of NBA players. Yeah. And it was so like I was online for like three hours trying to like get through to purchase it a pack and then like after an hour and a half i saw on twitter like that they're just completely out oh really they sold out of every pack yeah Yeah. and so 
because they were going for crazy money. You could yeah. buy these things for eight bucks and then turn around and flip it for you know thousands of dollars. And I was just like, well, I like that idea. Yeah. So, <laughs> so did that, uh, or you know, I'm interested. I think that's definitely like the future of like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's going to be huge. You can track it through like the the blockchain technology, and which I think is just going to be the way a lot of things are going to be done yeah. here you, in the future. You know, for, for I uh, I'm not a doomsday prepper. But I, I I think the opposite. So what I what I do now, I do have, I do have some cryptocurrency. I invest in this thing called the well, stock market. No, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> so this was that was my next thing on here. Okay, so so what I do and what I've had been investing my time in is um, I recently bought ducks. Um, we had ducks, so that way we have a supply of eggs all the time. Um, I you're not it, supposed to tell people about this though. No, because if something happens, now they're all going to show up for your eggs. <laughs> Uh, my neighbors next on both sides of me, I use their yard to grow vegetables. So I am co-oping with my neighbors to, they, my one neighbor gives me money, um, but they let me use their land to, to make vegetables. So what I'm doing, I'm learning how to can. Mm-hmm. So all this stuff is, um, like I said, I'm not, I don't, quali- I, I don't qualify as a doomsday prepper in my brain, but I prepare myself for worst case scenarios. Um, what does that say right there on that locker? Life emergency kit. No. Emergency, emergency kit. kit. Okay. So I have in there. I have um, like <laughs> camp camp stuff. I have waterproof matches. I have dryer lint to start fires. <laughs> I have a wind up flashlight and like a Colt forty five. No, <laughs> <laughs> got like those emergency tinfoil looking blankets. The hats. Like I'm just. I'm just <laughs> I'm just prepared for when bad things happen, or if bad things happen. Sure. Um, but I also look at that that other stuff. But but it's so out of my price point. Like I don't look at it a lot because it doesn't. I can't. I can't fathom me saying, "Hey, instead of going on this vacation, let's take this these couple thousands of dollars and buy this thing that may or may not do." Well. I just yeah. I mentally so, can't wrap my mind around yeah, it. Me too. So too. so I what's I, I only kind of play around with with Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And Ethereum. Okay. Okay. So ETH. Yeah. ETH. You got to use the term. Which is Bitcoin on. Is, well, Bitcoin crash. Our listeners. Are yeah, pretty, it's it's pretty been smart. down the last week or yeah, so. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's it's down two <laughs> two and a half percent. Oh, today. it's down a lot. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. forty six thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Good time to buy. Yeah. Buy the dips. Yeah, that's what they say. This so, dip, this bit, dip's been a little bit longer than the previous. Dip, it, it has been, but it like Bitcoin to me totally makes sense. There's okay. a li- limited quantity of coin. It's it's not regulated. Like it's it's no one's controlling it. No one owns it all. Mm-hmm. Nobody like, controls it. But the thing that bothers me about it is like it can still be manipulated by the market. Like it can be. So it, could it, it's manipulated by uh, true, but it, but Bitcoin specifically. And Dogecoin now is manipulated by Elon Musk all yes, the time. That's what so, I was just okay. all he has to do on. is put one tweet out in it. Okay, he, well, he yeah, just on Monday or whatever he said they they're no longer going to take Bitcoin for Teslas. Yeah, and yeah. literally it fell twelve well, percent yeah. in they, one day. It dropped like crazy yeah. from that. Yeah. So you're right, it, it, and so there's that part of it. Well, that's the point. Like Dogecoin yeah. makes zero sense to me because there's an unlimited supply of it. Yeah, right. So it's just supply. It's just okay. Okay, so I have a question. We'll for just you. print more. I have a question for you. Well, that's what they do with money, anyway. Exactly, and so, <laughs> uh, and, and that's where thank like you. the doomsday, like prepper thing, like yeah. inflation. If you're just printing out trillions of dollars mm-hmm. or billion, what, however amount, where's that? Like, what's backing that? And it's really just the military and, and like our infrastructure. So, so let me ask In you the this: Great state of Texas, baby. <laughs> Woo! 
So let me let me ask you this. My level spiked when you did that. Thank you. Um, Let's not do that again. <laughs> just back up from the mic. Just go, woo! See? There you go. All right. Uh, okay. This is my first pod. That's all right. Um, <laughs> the difference between, like, what's, so so for Bitcoin and gold, let's say. Yep. Okay. Do you see those as the same? Very much so. Okay. So, because for me, and, I, I, and I'm just parodying what somebody else said on a podcast that I listened to, to me, gold, gold has more value to me because, and to this guy, because you, people actually use it for stuff as opposed to like, here's this Bitcoin. Uh, some people use it as payment and some people don't. But gold, you, I mean, there's gold in that trophy right there. No, there's not. But you know what I mean? Like you use it. There's to, computers. To a, it's in this. It's in that. To a know? point. Right. You're correct. And there's and for but, gold, there's still a finite amount. We just don't know how much it is because it's in the ground. Well, right. So there's that aspect. You don't know how much is there. Let's say they discovered in some random spot that there's just a ton of gold. Mm-hmm. Right. So then the price changes. I don't like if, if I have bars of gold, like let's say in your emergency, there's just bars of gold. Yeah. Then you need to make sure that you... Much the same with Bitcoin, but Bitcoin's a lot easier to do this. You would need to find a way, okay, how do I convert this gold into some type of currency? Like, yeah. how do I know, like, okay, I'm going to shave off this little piece of the bar, and mm-hmm. now I'm going to be able to buy a cow with it, Yeah, right? Or do something. Where with mine, it's, okay, this is the exactly where it's at. That that's a big part of it. Well, but, but you can also see where it's co- like you can you can actually see the 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 ledger journal and see to make sure like it's real that you're getting real Bitcoin and not yeah. a a fake piece of gold. Yeah. Right. Okay, but they have that for gold too, right? Where you where you buy gold from still comes with things. I bought gold and silver where it has sure. things on with it, right? But right, so but you have to go to like like you buy that and you keep it in a safe deposit box or, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the box emergency kit. And then now it's, I don't know. It, it's just, I, I feel like no one's going to be, I need to go get food. Let me go grab my, my gold yeah. and go pay for this with that way. But you can't do that with Bitcoin though. There's a lot of places that actually do except. Yeah. But if I go to like Meyer today, I want to buy a loaf of bread. I can't buy it with Bitcoin. You you can't buy it with gold either. Yeah, but I can go to the bank and say, "Can I get some money?" You couldn't for my gold? do that at a bank. I can't take gold to, to a bank. No, I don't know for sure. The thing that yeah, it. the thing that I always think about that to your to kind of counter what you're saying, Jim, is like, and to you know prove Lorenzo's point is like you can take gold to the grocery store. Like if if things really if shit really would hit the fan, like somebody's gonna give you like physical goods for gold or silver versus Bitcoin. And the thing I always think of is like. uh like uh what do they call them like electromagnetic you know like a power grid or spike yeah. or something like that's great if you had a shitload of bitcoin but then what if you can't prove to that person at the grocery store you have bitcoin versus lorenzo shows up and he actually has like a physical bar of gold i think right. the, i think the greater point for me is i have um little to none knowledge of bitcoin and why why people want it or why people get into it and what they can do with it. So I, 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 it's not refusing to learn about it. It's, Boomer. I don't care. I don't care about it. <laughs> and, and to me, I don't care. Like I, there's other so, things that are. So the, the things that just fascinate me about it is mm-hmm. number one, it's unregulated. So it doesn't matter who the president is, what the, like the guy that created it, no one knows who that is. Yeah. And so there's no say it's pure free market, right? Where Just being how, out anti-government. How how, how right. that's going? Okay, so th- yeah. that's one thing. There's only 21 million 
Bitcoin yeah. that will be out, right? And it's okay. not all out now, but that's it. But what if, and this just playing devil's advocate, what if the uh, 21 million come out whenever that happens and they're like, you know what, let's just add another 20 million? So there's white papers, and this is where I don't know, but like, I'm going to take an educated guess on this. Okay. Thing, okay. There's white papers that come out that tell you like, hey, this is the coin. This is what we're doing. This is why we're doing Like explain it, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think with it, like the way it's set up is like once it hits that, because it's, it's set to release X number of coins over a period of time. Like all 21 million are out right now. Yeah. And so as those, like once it hits that, it's like the way that it, the technology works or whatever it just won't be able to make more of it okay but i feel like the eventually because people are so money hungry and power hungry eventually whoever i mean i feel like somebody there's gonna be technology like hey by the way here's more because and, and the only reason i say that is because well, there's a billion different cryptocurrencies right, right now and, and that's where there's other coins that pop up and do different things but yeah. it's kind of like okay what are we actually doing like what what is the what's the reasoning behind this yeah. coin and why to me why is bitcoin or ethereum or whatever better than these other ones like what what makes them better is it because they were quote unquote like first or they're that's the technology now you know i it, right. it's just too and much so, for me to and that's really where it's, it's kind of interesting too because for me and the reason why i like those like i feel like they're too big to fail right mm -hmm. now right it's yeah. even with a, a drop of 10 percent. like i feel like in a couple weeks it will start popping up okay like I honestly think like where Bitcoin's at and where it's probably going to go, I wouldn't be shocked if at the end of the year it's over a hundred thousand. I think I think there's an equal amount of chance for it to be a hundred thousand and for it to be zero. See, I don't. I, I th think I think there's too many powerful people that are behind crypto. Yeah. Where I don't think it would get to that point. Yeah. I just, there's too much. There's too much. Uh, I got other stuff to worry about. It's hard to get into that. It, Plus, it is, and, and the only reason I, I I just worked with a couple people that got into it. Yeah. And when I started getting into it, it was like um, Bitcoin was like around like low twenties, and uh -huh. I just was like, oh, "Holy shit!" Like, why didn't I put money in at that point? I think it's right? a fear of missing out for a lot of people too. There's right? that aspect yeah. of it, definitely. Yeah. And so, and what's interesting is. Um, the greatest basketball organization in the world, the Dallas Mavericks, <laughs> they're accepting Dogecoin. Like yeah. You can buy jerseys. You can buy all that type of stuff yeah. with it. And so as more people and different things take on and accept different payments and, and all those types, the biggest thing that's going to would be an issue is like a major hack or a breach, which my understanding, like the technology, like the, the blockchain aspect of it, like that really can't happen or it's going to take a crazy thing to happen. Never say, never say that. Right. You know? yeah. Right. All I know is nobody can hack my silver or my gold. You know what I mean? But I there have could be, it. I but there it. could be fake gold that sure. could really screw you up. Sure. But I'm also not buying thousands of dollars worth of sure. that shit. No. That but but that's kind of where it's just, it's just interesting. I mean, it's just a different no, way yeah. where it's that's, like, okay. It's interesting to hear. Especially listen. with yeah. inflation costs. Like the US dollar, like with how much things have gone up, like lumber and all this other stuff yeah. in the last year. It's like, okay. Like- What's what's gonna kind of happen with that? Yeah. So yeah. my wife hates it. Like we get in, not not get into it, but we do talk about it. I'm just like, well, these are kind of the reasons why I think it's a good idea. Like whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um. But no, her it's 
but there's other people she was works works with that like we have these conversations all the time. Yeah. So yeah. um it's fun. Oh yeah. Like and, and and I'm not putting like, hey, my entire paycheck is into this. Yeah. yeah. Like the lineman for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Is and he the one that got released? I know, don't. I know there was. There I don't was, think so. There was somebody that got. They asked for their entire contract in Bitcoin, and they the team just released them. <laughs> it's like, nah, we're. I don't know what you want, but we're not doing it. Yeah. So no, this dude because he ended up making like the. Is most, it the Mavs that allow payment of their players in Bitcoin? I, I not, or not Bitcoin or you can buy. You some, can buy there tickets, was a team that buy, just announced they're doing that. Um, I, I forget. I, who it was. I don't. I don't know, but mm-hmm. Cubes is uh, he's. Your He's boy. For, forefront on a lot of that type yeah, of stuff, for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. So. Uh, hard. Okay. That was. Uh, hard I, I like questions. That. I like that. Yeah. Is that where you're going What's go? your favorite cheeseburger? Go. A favorite cheeseburger? I just played. <laughs> I was about to say, like, is there oh, really oh, an answer? Also, shout out to Trey, who's the biggest Dallas Maverick fan I know. Okay. And well, friend of the pod. Do you think he'll listen to this? Friend of the pod. Yes. Okay. <laughs> This is the only episode he'll listen to. He, I told him I'd give him a shout out. He, I, I took a picture of his old house and sent it to him, and he goes, "It's you're, crazy." You're like the twentieth. Like he's like, "You're like the twentieth person that sent me this picture." I did the same thing. He's like, uh, "Trey, this is really random, but you'll never believe what your old house looks like." <laughs> I actually took Jim by it today. To oh, show yeah. Jim. yeah, it's crazy. It, it, it's it, nice. Yeah, it's black. I've never seen black. I, house. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the color yeah. of it. It might turn out okay, but it definitely yeah. sticks out yeah. on that street yeah. for sure. Yeah. It looks way better. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, memories. Memories. Can't take away the memories though. Memories. That's what held that house together. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Carpenter's do how it just uh, fucking memories. Sorry, that's all right. It's been happening all the podcast. Has it? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll put a disclaimer. Okay. I don't think there's too many kids listen to this anyway. I don't think there's Um, anybody listens. Next point, Luca. He's awesome. Luca Doncic. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. He's he's, Shane Bieber. He's awesome. No, he'll probably <laughs> he'll win some NBA championships. We can't deviate, um, can't deviate well, from Jim's list. No, but so so what's the where are they at in the conference right now? Like third, fourth, fifth, fifth. Okay. Um, the the problem with that is you have to be able to get a. You got to keep your stars. So there's not a hundred percent guarantee he'll stay in Dallas. Cubes right? loves foreign players. Okay, that's but the foreign players also have to love Dallas, right? He does. Um, I mean, every, I mean, people say that we're being Indians fans. People say they love playing with, the, no, with Cleveland, don't. and then they, they, they all say the so, same thing. So you got to guarantee that that's going to happen, right? You got to guarantee that they're going to stay, that he's going to stay there. Dirk. Um, also, getting other people to go there—that's where the biggest issue is going to be. Okay, so that's where I think that Christoph Porzingis isn't the answer because no, he can't stay healthy. No, and he is—he thinks he's a number one, and he is not. Yeah. Okay. But people want to play with Luca. Luca gets people the ball. Sure. Is Luca a dirty player? He's intense. He he drives. <laughs> For he those gets that don't wide know, open. Luca just punched a dude in the balls like last week. Like he, just clear, so, so clear I think, flagrant. I think that's what's going to be different because I feel like Dallas had a very difficult time when Dirk was there. Uh-huh. Getting a second t- like a second person to come. And it wasn't the thing then either. No, it wasn't no. a thing to make super teams. No, yeah, but that was probably I, the last like it, actual non super team that won, right? Like, the Spurs yeah. won in 2014. They didn't have a super team. I mean, you they still had, had, they had their team. Players. Yeah, but all those players were on were from their team. They didn't say like, "Hey, come sure. sign here." That's sure, a good you point. Know? 
Um, Shout out Spurs. <laughs> so so yeah, so I'm I'm really excited. Dallas was able to you know draft a, a mega superstar after one left. Yeah, and I think it's going to be another 10, 15 year run. Yeah, but you hope it's more than the one championship Dirk got, right? G- no, Jim, I would. Jim is so, also being a fan. So that's be all honest. right. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. In I mean, all honesty, I would take if if you were to tell me, hey, like for sure you're going to get one, or maybe you can get three. Like I would that one that say Mavs, give me one, give me that one for sure. Yeah, oh yeah. Like think of the Indians, right? If the Indians won the World Series this year, I, they could go zero and one sixty two for the rest of my life. Yes, I I don't care. I eventually well, would care because I like to watch them, but but you're no, I completely agree. But just yeah. how to, close they've been, too. Yeah. they've it's been like, super close. But okay. to Lorenzo's point, it's like there's there's a deep rooted cause there in its ownership. Like no, they will not win a championship with Dolan. And I, this is like the one thing that's not on your list that I no, can really get passionate about is like the ownership is terrible in Cleveland. And and the bad thing is there was a Sports Illustrated article that came out. It listed the like richest owners. He he's and yeah. the Dolans are like number three or yeah. something. No, he's, well, all these he's baseball definitely teams, up there. They, just... they always play the the poor man card. Yeah. Uh, like you said, all the players they always say the right thing because like and that's the one thing Cleveland does well is they homegrown talent. Like they they, they do to. it super well. They have and to. to your point, they have to. Yeah. So I was just reading a really good article on the Athletic about it, and they were saying like, "Can I get your membership info for that? I yeah. always want to read articles. About I'll just give it to you. If cool. you want. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but not uh, a sponsor of the pod, <laughs> not not yet. Uh, but yeah, they they were pointing out like they were like kind of at the forefront of like a lot of um, teams. They said were just finding guys that were like had as, as far as pitchers were concerned, they were just like they looked like freaks, like six five, six yeah. six. You know, they had like big frame, kind of like. Um, you know what? What's the movie called? Oh my gosh, Moneyball. Moneyball yeah. But where you know you have the old like GM guys standing it's a better around. Book. I read the book. Yeah, but too. my point is they had like the old old thought, the train of thought, and they and the article is specifically saying like the Indians they kind of like broke the mold of they only looked at can this dude throw strikes. That's all the stat they looked at, and then they said because and to their point they can coach you know, to throw a breaking ball. They can coach like small little changes, but they just wanted to know, can this dude... Base. Here's yeah, a base. Can this dude throw strikes? And yeah. so they use like Shane Bieber as the example is like, this dude was like, you see, you see Santa Barbara, like, I mean, undraft, like, you know, they Indians draft him, I think, you know, relatively second, third round, something like that. I don't know. Don't hold me to it, but I don't know. Just He's a stud. I mean... He, he's great. But, but he's saying the same thing, like to Lorenzo's point, that Lindor said... And I watched it happen for three straight years. Oh yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely talk to the Indians about a long term deal. I'll definitely talk to the Indians, and it told you everything you needed to know. And the only offer I ever heard from Lindor that the Indians pitched to him was, I think, around a hundred to one hundred and twenty million. So yeah, I Lindor heard... signed for what three hundred and. So this was two years ago. Um, it was it was somebody in upper management's child was on the radio with Tom Hamilton during a spring training game. And he he let it slip that they offered him like a hundred million for seven years or something yeah. like that, and this that, was two it, years it, ago. So yeah, so you're taking yeah. it from a kid, but still, like, there's probably some truth to that. And I that's always what I heard is the Indians will never be in the same like zip code. Like, and that's what's sad about being an Indians fan. At least you know is like you know you're gonna have like these decent runs every so often, every so many years, mm-hmm. because like the organization at the bottom and like the management does pretty good. But the thing is, like to Lorenzo's point. You also need like to sign some guys outside. You need to keep your homegrown talent. The Indians will never do that. Not when Dolan's around. 
No, but if you're the Indians, Dolan, if you're listening to the team, it's all the team. <laughs> but if you're him, why would you? Because wait, it, wait, say it again. If, if, if you're Dolan, you're right? ne- that's the point. He's you're, he's never going to sell the team because it's well, cash. Not out. even that. Why would you pay players? Because if you want to compete, this is why. This compete. is why the so they're, so they're doing a be- so the Indians are doing a better job than. Uh, like the White Sox, I was like, or and, and the I White get Sox. They, uh, so the White Sox, I do feel like if you've watched what they've done the last several years, they they've drafted pretty well. They're uh, starting to homegrown talent now. This year, they've already been like decimated with like two of their best players are like out long term already. But it's just I, they're they're on an upward trajectory. He, here's, here. but that's my point though, is that I feel like the Indians will have that four year run where they're like really good, and then. He's cool though with that then six year run of them being super low. Yeah, but he's cool with it, but we're not. So here's here's what I what I see with like I was looking at the Yankees in like the past twenty years. It's first, second, first, second, first, second in their division, uh, maybe once or third, but they're always making the playoffs because they buy other players, right? And the Indians and like the Rays, they're they have uh, their first, second, first, second for maybe four years, and then their last for five years, like you were saying, Jim. And that's what's frustrating because now those, yes, those 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 bad years will get you back up eventually. But you also you're also banking that you, the players you're you're getting high in the draft are going to develop to what they're supposed to develop to. Because then if it doesn't happen, then you, yeah, that extended period of sucking continues. Well, I think correct. You, and, and what's going to expand that though and make it even more of a reason not to pay people as they expand the playoff number of teams getting mm-hmm. in there, then it's okay. All we have to do is make if we can get in that playing game or whatever it is, then. Who knows? Let's just catch fire. We've yeah. got arms, and all we need to do is beat this one team, one, that, that team once, yeah. and then, or is it two? I don't even know why they do it anymore. But it's like, okay, all, all we got to do is have like a nice three-week stretch of good baseball, and now all of a sudden we're in the, the American League Championship Series. I, I just think if you have money to throw at a player or players, if, you, if, a, if somebody gets injured or if somebody doesn't pan out, that's supposed, hey, he's supposed to be our number two starter and he's just not panning out. Well, this guy is on the open market. Let's go, let's go pay him. The Indians can't do that. So it's easier to fill these slots that aren't working with money than it is when you have, when you have to bring up somebody from AA or whatever and hope that they do well. I also feel like it's weird where baseball is right now where like I just don't know the guys. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like – Hey, so that's a yeah, that's name. a great point too. Is like um, baseball in general, or just the Indians in general? In gen- okay. Like I, I know who well, they that's are always to been a point, problem, but like when, yeah. when the Indians, you know, even when we were in high school and college, like you still, I felt like there were still like big transactions that were happening, and for me, a shortstop going from the uh, Indians to the Mets being like the lead thing that happened over the last like couple years in free agency. Yeah. Like I feel like all teams are just like, hey, let's just gear up with as many guys that throw high nineties, and just run it. Like, I don't know. It, it, to well, me, I think that's part of it too. Is is just paying attention to. I mean, there's. I love baseball, so I pay attention to it a lot. You know, it just depends on what you're into, and and what's popular. And 
the MLB for for forever has been horrible at promoting their they, stars. They don't market their players. Yeah, yeah. they're not. They, they're, they're horrible. That's so why like, the NBA is so good at it. The NFL is so much better at it, and their players are covered with a face mask. Correct. You know. Yeah, exactly, and, and that's where it stands out. Like, so, like, I'm a big fanboy of Trevor Bauer, and I still love him from when he was on the Indians. Mm-hmm. But that dude, like, he's he's called it out for years. It's like just the. It's so like it's not. It's just such a backwards way. Like I mean, and the thing that pops into my head right away is like uh, Castellanos, like uh, player for the Reds. Did you see? You know, like so he he got suspended. What was it? Oh yeah, he got suspended with that slide in with Molina, uh-huh. um, and he got just he slid in. It was a big play. He got pumped up, and like they they suspended him because they said that he caused like a you know possible like COVID like thing with you know a benches clearing brawl or not brawl but the benches cleared on both teams and again it was just like a slide into home and you know Molina threw out the threw the threw it to the pitcher pitcher you know didn't get the tag down whatever but anyway that was all directly towards Rob Manfred you know the and so and then literally just yesterday Castellanos like did you see it yeah Castellanos I guess like there was a fan behind Castellanos um and he said hey Castellanos, just imagine that the ball is Rob Manfred's face. Castellanos hit a home run, came back, gave the dude uh, a fist bump. So then at, at the post game, the local TV guys were like, hey, what was that about? Castellanos literally gave the headset the, of the on-air guys to the fan. And the fan explained, he goes, oh, yeah, I literally told him to imagine it was Rob Manfred's face and to, to hit the ball. And he hit a home run. And I was like, dude, so like that's the stuff like, you know, and again, gets back to like marketing the sport. Yeah. And it, it's just like, I'm sorry, but like you have to have fun like with that and like they should and they should like that should just be like a huge story like on well, everything that's well, why i love fernando tatis jr yeah oh my god because yeah. he's just he doesn't care and if someone's gonna throw at him whatever but pimp a home run i don't care like i love that new stuff there's there was a, a video i saw of someone in i don't know if it was high school or college where he hit a home run like through his bat you know and then all the comments are like oh he shouldn't do that he shouldn't do that blah 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 no let him have fun and and so what what sparks from that Right, it it starts a rivalry because if yeah. if you pimp one, and I and I don't like it or whatever, and I start talking to you and just jawing back and forth, yeah. Now now that's interesting. Yeah. Now there's something between us. Like when we were growing up in high school, the Yankees Red Sox, like I can't stand the Red Sox. Yeah. Not that I'm a Yankees fan, but I just hate the Red Sox more than anything. And I love those games because they'd have like police on the side, like by the edges of the, the field, like yeah. lining it there. Cause the two fan bases hated each other and it was, you know, they would, you know, high and tight all the time and it yeah. was just back and forth and you just knew who, you know, what was going on and that gets eyeballs. Now, if you're like who, and even like Tigers Indians, like they used to, you know, when they were both good, good at the same time, like there was some tension there. Now it's like, I don't even, I guess Dodgers and, and Padres because of the two guys, you know, their power and and Tatis or whatever. Yeah. But it's not even a rivalry. Like the the Bauer even says, like, and he came out after the game. He's like, "This is that's fine with me." I know, but like because he and he brings up a good point. He's like, "Yeah, I, I'm going to be fired up like when I strike exactly. you out. Yeah, you're going to be fired up when you take me yard." But he understands. Yeah, but yeah. but again, that that all is just like. It's there. It's just the MLB does a horrible job of marketing. I would just yeah. like to see the Indians win one. Me too. Me too. Just if they do, we're a pro Indians podcast. All I know is that next time they're going to the World Series, I'm going to go, regardless of. 
I had tickets. I, oh. I had tickets the one year. Remember, like, Rockies. It was the year that uh, we were all still, the in, still in college. Oh yes. I, I literally. Yeah. I, I just. They were up that, one. Well, that was the first yeah. year that they started doing like just like the online, like we went yeah. to, like use your email to sign up and try and get tickets. I won tickets for every series, and I had them for the World Series. If if we would have won, yeah. but they would have won. Or if we would have, oh yeah, too. we would actually won that one. Yeah, we could also wrap this up soon too. Well, I, I've got a couple more topics. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, go right. It's just right in the door. All right. You're good. <laughs> uh, we can keep going. All right. We're fine. Jim. Screw you, Jim. Yeah, Jim, get out of here. Uh, yeah, but but I yeah. Next time they hope if they do go, I'm going, man. I uh, I yeah. My dad and I. Went I to, wanted to go to the Cubs series too, but yeah. those tickets were outrageous oh, yeah. because everyone knew, hey, I can sell it to a Cubs fan standing room only eight hundred dollars. <laughs> Big Matt Leininger stupid. went to one. Did he? Yeah, he went to one of the World Series games. Oh yeah. yeah. He works yeah. for the Clippers, that's yes. why, right? Yeah. So he probably had he had it in or something. Maybe. I don't yeah, Maybe. I don't know. I would assume so. It's uh it's cool. I we, we went to a game uh there and he let us up in the box, much like you did yeah. when we went. Um but it's cool to be up where he's at. There's all these computers because he's in charge of social media and the announcing and everything at the game. It was pretty sweet to be up there. Yeah, for everyone that doesn't know. You've I, been doing the scoring still? Yeah. Or the, like the Are you what are you doing? This year I'm going to do data casting, which is like if you're looking at your phone uh-huh. uh for the Mudhens, um you know through the MILB app, the Minor League Baseball app, mm-hmm. uh you can track like and do the follow along play by play. Okay. I actually like sit there and enter that in the, into oh, nice. a computer. So so do you do that for every game, every home game? Not every home game. Uh Brandon Corwin also does it. Oh, nice. Shout out Brandon Corwin. <laughs> <laughs> We're covering nice. a lot of names. So, yeah, so it, you you moved up from timer to this? Technically. But nice. I, I the timer job is actually super interesting because like uh I would tell you that's the most like involved, like you gotta be paying attention. And it's actually more involved in the minor league system than yeah. in the majors because we track every single play or you oh, know, you're okay. running the clock off every single play. Did you I've seen a lot of bad baseball, to be yeah. honest with you, the oh, last sure. like six, seven years that I've been doing it for the hens. But on that same note, like I've seen a lot of good players like come through town yeah. and like take BP and just crush baseballs. Like Aaron Judge was like hitting oh, balls nice. out of the stadium just left and right. And do, do you want to do like more with the Mutens? Yeah. Well I would eventually like to be like, uh, like an paid? official score. No, we I we do well, get paid. I should say so, I know that but like um like for t- is there a job there that you, that you can be like this is my job now? No. Okay. Not really. Right. I mean I'm I'm not really so like even though like the organization is the one paying me, yeah. like I'm not really attached to the organization. Okay. But I would love to do official scoring one day for like Major League Baseball. That's what Kurt's uncle does, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he actually got me into the job with the with the mud hens years oh, ago. Nice. Uh, it's all you know, it really is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jim. Jim's back. What do we got? How'd it go, Jim? Feel... Better? Much relieved. Nice, nice. Thank you. I could tell the way you were talking to me that you were having trouble. You were just not in it. So. Yeah. All right. No. <laughs> Was the, was the stream good? Was the play good? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's, that's, that's an strong. important, yeah, it's an important older. question. That's fair. Okay. We had a teacher in high school. What was her name? That she was like married to a urologist and... <laughs> Yeah, not touching this. <laughs> I, I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, wh- All right, what um, else history teacher. I forget her name. I don't know either. She literally, she was ma- married to a urologist, and she's just she straight up told our class that, like in senior year, she's just like, <laughs> she's like, streams important. You got to have a good stream. Jeez, oh, <laughs> that was definitely not on your list. So you are a Texas fan, correct? UT, correct? Is Hook Texas em. back? Welcome. <laughs> I do remember seeing that on it. I have no idea. All I know is I'm very excited um 
that Sarkeesian is their coach um, because of his recruiting prowess. And it's already working as far as who, especially Juco guys that he's been able to get. Were you excited when Herman was the coach? Um, Got it initially. Because I feel like they've hit their last three head coaches with strong Herman and Sarkeesian. Yeah. It just hasn't translated into. Herman, yes, Herman I was excited because um, because of the pedigree, I guess, where, where he was coming from and what he was doing. Uh, you never know with coming from a like smaller school, you know. Um, but with with Sarkeesian coming from Alabama, like that's big time football. They're okay. Yeah, it's a big time football coming to another hopefully big time. I mean, it is a big time program. They just haven't been there, so I'm looking forward to it, especially because he was part of that offense at Alabama. So once once he gets guys that um, can do what they can do, you know, it'd be cool to see too. Yeah. It's just it's just I mean. We've had players, we've had, I mean, Sam Allinger was a really good quarterback, and they've had good running backs, and it's just it's just a new thing, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if they're back. You know, when they win their first game, they'll probably say, oh, they're back, because that's what you do, you know, um, but I'm excited for it. So who will make the playoffs first, Texas or Michigan? Texas, 100%. I'm being looked at because I'm a Michigan fan. <laughs> Texas. Michigan's a basketball school, so I'm just okay. going to South. I, I thought they're Prove baseball me now. Prove me wrong. <laughs> baseball. They lost pretty early in the tournament this year, I thought. No. Michigan? Basketball? Dude, they they were projected to like be sixth in the Big Ten, and they made the tournament to the uh, Elite Eight. That's not bad. All right. I don't. I don't know when it. I'm not gonna fact check Go ahead. It. No yeah. fact check it, please. Go no. ahead. Pull I'm not going to because no. I believe you. I I, yeah. I don't. I feel like that's. They made it later than what he's or they got bounced earlier, but please fact check that. Elite. <laughs> so eight. so anyways, elite eight. But you have Harbaugh. Harbaugh. I'm just gonna put it out there. I did not want them to re-sign Harbaugh. Like I, I. But you I, love the initial hire. I did. I thought it was a great hire because, again, like uh, if you looked at like who was available at the time, he was the one big name guy that they actually tried to go after, and I thought it was a great if, hire. If they didn't bring him back, though, who does Michigan go and get? Uh, Matt Campbell. I, I, I actually. You don't think there was. If back- you can recruit, if you can recruit at. Iowa State. I'm sorry. Like, there's, there is, I get that, that is but like, it is. I'm assuming day. somebody from Michigan reached out to Matt Campbell. I heard there was this so, offseason. No, because it, Michigan is very much so. I'll tell you the problem. According to Trey, wait, Trey time, knows this. Time. Trey's a friend of the pod. He knows According this. According to Jordan Stracht, um, <laughs> Matt Campbell has no interest in going to Michigan. Um, I don't know why. He just said there's no interest going there. Now, would you? Would you? Let's say that's there, right? Let, yeah. Jeremy? Okay. Let's say. Let's say he. Listen. Let's say he. <laughs> let's say he says, "I don't want to go to Michigan," and they're like, "Well, here's here's a, here's a, wait, 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 wait." Let me let's say, say I slip you a large blank. Okay, check. Cr- fine. But <laughs> would you want somebody coaching your team if originally he said, "I don't, I don't want to go there," but the only reason he's going there is because he gave him extra millions of dollars? Would you want somebody coaching your team? I wouldn't want if someone said I don't want to go there, and then they said, "Oh, I couldn't pass up that money." I wouldn't want someone coaching my team. Yeah, but what if they win? Okay, but that I'm I'm not I'm talking before he even they even play a football game. 
this is what's out there. He did. Right. He had no if, interest if going. He's the best coach, and that turns into victories. You'll forget that really quick. I, correct, and I I'm, I understand that. But, but leading, leading saying, up to that, leading up to that, leading up to that, if he did not, it, I'm not saying like I hate Michigan or he hates Michigan, but he he doesn't have Say interest it. going. You hate there. Michigan. No, I'm, I'm speaking it. for Campbell. If he says I don't have any interest going there. And now, and that changes because the contract got bigger. Yeah, it'd be hard for me to be like, "Is this guy?" But no. Here so, for the money? getting back to what I was going to say, the the problem in being a Michigan fan, I understand this. Uh, Answer the question. What What's the question? Would you want him coaching there if he said, "I don't want to go there," and then the only reason he's here is because there's more money on the table? I would still want him coaching because, mm-hmm. again, I I think I and again, I don't I don't know, man. I, did, for somebody to say that they don't want to coach somewhere. Especially like, and we can have this debate all day, but Michigan's still like a really good like yeah. school. Like it's a, a big tank it's, compared. It's yeah. got to be like yeah. one of the best jobs out there sure. if it's out there. Sure. Uh, but what I was gonna say was, uh, you know, the Michigan for years now has answer been, the. No, I'm just kidding. Go. <laughs> I thought I did. No, I, I, I just would want. I just like no, but uh, elite eight. By the way, they did get to elite eight. Thank you. Okay, Jim, did you hear that? Is your are your headset on? <laughs> good. Okay. Uh, the problem with Michigan, and I've seen it for years, is the one thing they focus on is obviously just like ticket sales. They just want cheeks in the seats. Yeah, but they're they never going to not do that. No, but to, it did start slipping the latter years of Brady Hoke and stuff like that. Uh-huh. They weren't starting to sell out games. Like you even though they claim sellouts and give two correct free that that literally did happen. Yeah, and they yeah. and they gave away those tickets just to get the hundred thousand, keep yeah. that streak going. So that really did happen. And I was at some later season games one year. They were playing Maryland. Literally, people I've never seen this before at all the years I've been tailgating. They literally were giving tickets. Like you know, people that were tailgating, they're like. Hey, do you have anybody that wants to go to the game? We just want the ticket to be used. Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, man, this is a really sad time. Yeah. But to that point again, Harbaugh, the one thing he's done since he's been there is they sell seats, and that's really I think all the regions care about. They don't necessarily care about winning anymore. I I I kind of do sadly believe that for for football at yeah. least. But won't but you we're, sell we're more tickets? Won't you we're sell more tickets school. if you're competitive in football? You, you there's no other seat. They can't make new seats to sell is my point like they their their ticket sales they keep selling out anyway there's no extra seats so as long as they keep selling tickets i think that's all they're looking at i don't think they're necessarily looking at being competitive okay as, as far as the football so teams. texas is back michigan is michigan's a basketball school so I can, just can we make record. so is there can we make a bet today who would get there for first texas or michigan to the playoffs at this point, I would say probably Texas would okay. over Michigan. So there's no bet to be made because I agree with you. Yeah, and I don't think Texas just has an easier – like if you beat Oklahoma, yeah, you're pretty set. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You just got to you just gotta score 60 points every week. Right. Because <laughs> there's I no mean, defense there. But there's zero, zero defense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jim. All right. Um, the first time you and I met. Yeah. Locker room. Yep. Freshman year. Freshman year. Mm-hmm. Two days. Yeah. You were naked. <laughs> no. no. Oh, okay. No, Jim and, and, took well, Jim took not, my things and washed them. Fact. Yeah. So Jim, yeah, it was I a muddy, muddy wait, practice. I didn't get that treatment. Well, because well, because well, I didn't go home. I, yes. I had to stay there. Oh. Because my we live in Toledo. I should have been a team captain. So <laughs> we, he would he would. You sit said there. it like I was a team captain. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I was never a team captain ever. Yes, that you, trophy that says that uh, best player of the year. I wasn't even team captain that year. How um, did I get team captain? Can we just? <laughs> Anyways, so okay. you he was 
probably the second day is when I probably took your stuff home. I don't remember because it, it was a muddy practice. That's the only reason okay. you took it home. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, because we used to have the big breaks in between the two-a-day mm-hmm. practices. And I had and his to, ass me, would just be chilling in the bench in the locker room. Because I had to. Yeah. We lived in Toledo. We didn't have a house in Perrysburg yet. My, uh, me, and, the, me and Justin Stagger. There weren't too many people that went home, right? No, everybody, everybody went everybody, home. Everybody oh. went home. Because it, it, it used to be when it was with, with Pullman, it was super early yep. and then late. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We were just trying to beat the sun. So, like, we would get and up. It wouldn't be that. It, it would it be would. super early, and we I would probably have to sit there for two hours. Yeah, it was something. I thought, yeah, it was probably like that. a three or four hour. Like I remember, like, four o'clock. Does that sound like four to seven? I don't, we would know. Play, or I don't think it was that long, because I, I wasn't sitting there that long. I think at the most, I was sitting there for two hours. Yeah, I think okay. we practiced till like, maybe one, yeah. and then we I would take know. a break Lorenzo for Lorenzo was hours. trying to explain to me where he was living, and I 100% thought he was talking about the heights. Sure. <laughs> He's like Roshan Road. I'm like, or yeah, because it was off of the heights are right there too. Yeah, and, and I was like the heights. He's like, no, because it was a new neighborhood essentially at the time. You yeah. guys were like the second. We were the house first street. Then. Yeah, the first house, first street in that neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, I just don't think he understands what he's talking about. Here. Does he know English? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I remember you asking to take my stuff home, and you brought it back nicely pressed and smelled good. Yeah, thank you, Julie. It was good. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was that. Uh, you went out last night with your beautiful bride. Yes, had a good time. I did. Congrats. Thanks. I'll leave it there. <laughs> is that okay. All right. Uh, we saw Spiral from the Book of Saw, which is good. Jim said, and, and I and I quote Jimmy. It was so funny. Uh, hey Jim, we, yeah, we saw a movie Spiral, uh, that new Saw movie. Uh, terrifying is what Jim said. You just say one word, terrifying. Uh, so we are planning a guy's trip yeah. next year. Uh-huh. Um, so right now we are trying to figure out where we want to go. Yeah, we, we have, have a couple of options. I think there's a list of eight, maybe seven, something like that. Um, it's So it's been fun to plan this vacation. Um, and I sh- I'm not solely doing it. I'm, I am getting help from... Most of the guys. And there's some that don't care, which is cool. I mean, they care about going on a trip, but they don't care where we go, which is fine, too. Um, but it, it is a, it is fun, and we are – I'm hoping today um, – actually, this will come out tomorrow. So I'm hoping, by the time you hear this, I'm hoping we can at least narrow it down to two places. Um, I was hoping to pick a place, but I don't think it's going to happen today. Um, but it's exciting. It's a cool thing. It's Right now, there's a group – It's 13 people. Um, I don't think everyone's going to be able to do it, but I would say it would be successful if we got eight people in there. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'll tell you right now, if, if anybody else has voted, we we've had three, there is eight options. We've had three people still voted and I'm not voting until the end. Um, I haven't, I didn't put that, put that out there. I also have not voted yet. So, and Tyler hasn't voted. I have not. That's all right. We could swing this thing hard. We could, we could. These three votes right here could end the conversation of where are we going. So out of everybody that's going, let's just say, let's say hypothetically, everybody that's in this discussion yeah. that said so far that they're going to go, yeah. goes. Yeah. Who gets into a fight <laughs> first? Uh, f- so there's going to be multiple fights. I'm just saying, like, okay, we're, <laughs> we're boozing up a little bit. 
Somebody takes someone's bed. Somebody does something stupid. Okay, I don't think there's going to be a fight amongst be a the fight. people. No. If okay. we go out somewhere, that, yes, ooh, involving like strangers, that. okay, I think that's yeah. when an issue. We won't. Right. So, we'll just so, talk shit to so each we other. Are, we won't fight each other. That, that's probably fair. Yeah. So let's just say hypothetically, we are in Austin. Okay. Okay. Yep. We're all at the bar, mm-hmm. having some adult beverages. And you turn around and you go, oh, and, oh it's so and oh, so. So and so starts, uh, you just hear screaming. Yeah. Yelling, maybe, yeah. and a push. Erwin. Gump. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I 100%. I 100%. 100%. Erwin. Erwin. 100%. Yeah. There's no question in my mind. I think that's, so. That's, that's it. Lorenzo used to be really good with the face push. So, so I, I would use but that. But you just move. said, I thought you asked like who it would be. Yes. That's okay. why, I mean, I'm just. I agree with you there. Because somebody doesn't handle alcohol. Probably as well as I used to. Not that he could ever handle it very well. Are you but, me? Yeah, you. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay. I just was was uh, so I didn't know, man. You have a couple pops. You're, you're no, I've I've never been into in a fight. Never once have I been in a fight. Um, there was times where there was um, two gentlemen yelling at each other. You know, me being one of those gentlemen, and nothing ever happened. Um, there was a couple face pushes. There was one time someone stole at the time I was dating Andrea. Someone stole her drink. So I had to confront that individual, but nothing happened there either. Um, my dad always told me my size prevents people from fighting me, which is true. Um, and I'm not the kind of person to just be like, Hey, F you and start fighting somebody. I've never done that either. Anytime I've had a confrontation with somebody, it's because they did something to me. Or what I perceived for them to do something to me, which that's you know that's happened before. Like, like an easy thing that one time that I got upset is someone was it was crowded bar. Somebody like pushed me out of the way, and I just turned around and I I said like, hey, at least say excuse me or something like that, and then we yell at each other. But that was the end of that. <laughs> but I've never been the one to like start something. And even I've told, and we were in college, I told my friends, if you guys just because I'm a, I'm here and I'm six two. If you guys are fighting somebody, I'm not going to automatically jump in. If you're getting your butt kicked, I will pull that. I will pull that guy off of you. But I'm not just because you're my best friend doesn't mean I'm going to start fighting somebody. I will protect you from getting really hurt. <laughs> or if two people jump in, then I'll jump in, right? But if you started something, especially if you started something, like hey, finish that, and if you need help, I'll separate it. So I would definitely. If agree. that makes me a bad friend, then uh, it makes me a bad no. friend. No, I, I definitely would agree. Erwin's up there. <laughs> I would say sneak like right below, like in that like tier one. Yeah, I would put George Smith. Okay, because and and Trey. Okay, because there are two people that have no problem voicing their opinion on things. Yeah, I think George George has changed quite a bit. I've talked to George. I at least talked to George once every two months on the phone. We talk. I went out there one time with Andrea on a vacation. He has changed quite a bit. Uh, I do agree that he he will voice his opinion. I think before him, though, I think Trey. I think you're right. I think Trey's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing. No. They'll just, if somebody's no. acting stupid, they, I feel like these people would have no issue saying... Saying something, and then... Don't if, be stupid. If people are, are inebriated... Yes. That Saying and, some, some little comment that any other time would be like, whatever, someone's inebriated changes that. Correct. Yeah. 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 But... I agree with that. Who's going to win the Euchre tournament? I haven't played Euchre, so I would love to play Euchre. We know we're going to play Euchre. I would love to play Euchre. I try to teach Euchre. I've I've tried to teach my in-laws, and it's just not a game in Texas. It's so fun. And they look at me like I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's so fun. They play a game. Especially when Mike Carpenter introduced the two. 
Game changer. Game changer. <laughs> Game changer. Everything you think you know, you throw it out the window. Throw it out the window. Yeah. I'll tell uh, you. You got both jacks. You still can't go all alone. No. Sorry. That too. I'll tell you though, my family hates playing with me because yeah. the one thing I would say, and I don't know if this is like true or not regarding euchre, the aggressor is going to win. Yeah, is my thought. Like if I were to write my my euchre book, yeah, be aggressive. Page one. I got I got a right bower nine. I'm going <laughs> pick it up. <laughs> if that's your best hand that you would have, and you're like, okay, like I could at least get one, maybe two. Yeah. Okay. This is why I don't like being Jim's partner. <laughs> <laughs> I was Jason Whitaker's partner. We won the the uh, spring euchre tournament at high school, senior year. Now two people quit and they couldn't play, but we still <laughs> wins a win. Yeah, I don't care how we yeah. get there. Yeah, but anyway, back to this vacation. Um, I'm excited. There's a lot of places we're going. I, I can give the list right here: Arizona, couple couple spots of Texas, Oregon, Utah, a couple spots in Tennessee, Colorado. Like we're all over the place here. It's going to be fun wherever you decide to go. Um, hopefully that happens within the next few days. So I want to put something out tonight. I'll extend it one more time, or I guess it's Sunday. I'll put it out, and I'll say, uh, hey, one more shot tomorrow. Please vote. Uh, if you don't, I'm going to take it as you don't care. You're, you don't have an opinion on where we go. You just want to go, and we'll go from there. But, but these three votes here, we can swing, we can it, swing it. Well, I, I do think it makes sense to be like, hey, here are the two, the top two. Mm-hmm. State why you you know if people really feel passionate one way or another yeah let's try to figure out what makes the most sense for everybody yeah yeah but all right man we've uh we, are we the longest podcast your phone is shut we've we've gone two hours definitely the longest podcast <laughs> uh if extended if uh, part one part two this would be sweet if you guys uh, if Jim lived here we could just do this all the time you guys were good I liked it I liked you guys coming out here. We were good. We got one more minute to officially get to two hours. Okay. Um, well, with the music in the in the ads, we'll, Jim, we'll get to two hours. We'll get there. there. Yeah. Okay. With the music in the ads. Um, but I appreciate you guys coming out. Um, it was fun, definitely. Lunch was fun with you guys. Uh, I'm sure it was. Yeah. It was good to... Jim, I haven't seen you in a while, it seems like. It's been so, a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So have a safe trip back. Uh, maybe you guys need, need to take another nap today. Uh, is this nap time? I messed it up for you guys. I'm a little tired. I just okay. hope I get home. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. See you. Yep. Thanks. See ya. What a marathon of a podcast that was. Thanks to my guests, friends, Jim Hutchison and Tyler Zollers for being on the podcast. Jim I hadn't seen in a long time. He lives in Texas now, as we talked about on the podcast. It was great for him to be able to come on here and just uh, reminisce getting some hard-hitting issues maybe i guess and uh <laughs> he's the first guest that had a list of things to talk about so that was cool too it's a different kind of feel anyway thanks to those guys for coming on the podcast today thanks to real jp multimedia cuttlefish graphics perrysburg junior high stem lab big daddy graphics for helping out the podcast thanks for listening we'll see you next time <laughs>